Hello, and welcome to episode 43 of Film Night. My name's Richie. My name's Jack. My name's Henry. And my name's Joe. And in today's episode, we're talking about Spotlight. How are you guys doing today? <laughs> really good, Richie. Really right. good. Yeah. Mm. Nice to have you back again, Joe. Yeah, it's good to be, good to be back. Mm. Good to be Last back. couple of weeks without you. Uh, yeah. How have you been doing? Had a good couple yeah. of weeks? Yeah, I've been on a beach sunning myself. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Dreams. Oh, that'd be nice. <laughs> yeah, I've been, you've been working away. Yeah, yeah. All, all over the place. No change there then. But yeah. Yeah, it's nice Nice to be back. Nice to finish work at four o'clock. Wow. Yeah, that is a rarity, <laughs> isn't nice. it, for you? Yeah. So, uh, looking well forward to, uh, to a nice weekend until Sunday. Yeah. Mm. All right, cool. Well, I guess we'll just plow straight on and start talking about Spotlight. Yeah. Let's okay. See. We will be discussing major spoilers for this film, so if you care about that, then go and watch the film first. Here's a clip. We got law. This is it. No, this is law covering for one priest. There's another 90 out there. Yeah, and we'll, we'll print that story when we get it, but we, we got to go with this now. No, I'm not going to rush the story, Mike. We don't have a choice, Robbie. If we don't rush to print, somebody else is going to find these letters no. and butcher this story. Joe Quimby from the Herald was at the freaking courthouse. Mike. What? Why, why are we hesitating? Barron told us to get law. This is law. Barron told us to get the system. We need the full scope. That's the only thing that will put an end to this. Then let's take it up to Ben. Let him decide. We'll take it to Ben when I say it's time. It's time, Robbie. It's time. They knew, and they let it happen to kids. Okay? It could have been you. It could have been me. It could have been any of us. We got to nail these scumbags. We got to show people that nobody can get away with this. Not a priest or a cardinal or a freaking pope. Spotlight is directed by Tom McCarthy and stars Mark Ruffalo, Michael Keaton, Rachel McAdams and John Slattery. The synopsis is the true story of how the Boston Globe uncovered the massive scandal of child molestation and cover-up within the local Catholic archdiocese, shaking the entire Catholic church to its core. What did you three think of Spotlight? Mm, I thought it was br- brilliant. Mm. Brilliant. Okay. Um, okay. Incredibly powerful. To the point of you come out of cinema and you, you have to have a few minutes to yourself and just try and process what you've just watched. <laughs> yeah. Um, because it does really hit you. Especially especially the ending, the, the way, you know, because it is a true story and we, we've said in previous episodes about how the end. Yeah. Um, Sometimes we don't like and maybe do certain things. No, this was a really good. Um, but they, the way we captured that was just amazing. Preston, England was one of the cities. Yeah, Preston was on there. Well, yeah, among yeah, hundreds of others. Yeah, yeah, spots yeah. Manchester on there as well. Yeah, I saw L- Manchester. London, London. Yeah, saw that. Um, but no, we'll get on to the end a bit later. But the whole film was just brilliant. From start to finish, it had me. Um, didn't I must admit, didn't know a lot about it. Going into it, no. saw the trailer once or twice, but knew not a lot. Uh, apart from the fact that it's a true story, mm-hmm. um, but I think that's sort of helped me really because it allowed me to really get get really sucked in by it, and I just thought it was just a brilliant film. Okay, uh, does anybody else want to weigh in, uh, Joe? Yeah, no, I completely agree. I think it was really, really powerful. Actually, it was. I sort of knew and I'd, I'd heard about it and I'd seen the trailers and things like that and I'd kept hearing about it. I think I heard an interview on the radio a couple of weeks ago. And to watch it, it really does, it hits home, doesn't it? Mm. And I've read reports and things like that about things going on, but I didn't realise it dated back to 2001, 2002. Mm. I'd seen things in the newspaper recently and I thought it was pretty current. 
I thought, okay, these things have been going on for eight for years, but I didn't realise they released it in two thousand and whatever. I thought it was pretty co- pretty common that they released it and it broke. Um, but yeah, I thought it was a great piece of cinema, and I thought I thought the way they came about it, the way they did it, I thought was great. Mm. I thought they didn't try and make anything of it. They did, they just literally just told the story, didn't they? Yeah. Um, and it was yeah, it was great. Mm. Okay. Yeah. Well. Yeah, I concur, Joe. Um, and Henry as well. I just thought, yeah, the word you used, Henry, is perfect, powerful, very powerful, and um, engrossing as well. I was just completely engrossed with the story. It took me along, and it went into a lot of detail, which I liked. It was very, um, very meticulous, which had a strong effect on me as a viewer, um, personally. But yeah, just, just um, what the what the two of you said. It is very shocking, isn't it? You know, this this has been allowed to go allowed to go on, not not as if no one knew. So yeah, just and, and to see it on screen and see it play out as it as it did was was I thought fantastic and uh, yeah yeah that's me. Okay, well I'm going to bring a bit of um, controversy to the scene here because I actually felt a bit underwhelmed by the film. Did you? Yeah. Wow. Really? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I was speaking to Jack about this in the car, um, and he was saying what he's just said now. He really loved it and found it powerful. But I, see, seeing as I, I, I'd known that um, it's been very highly acclaimed and the film is up for awards, uh, yeah, I, I feel like it, it, it was a bit underwhelming in that sense. I, I think the the story is what's interesting here, and um, as, and as you say, I was I was interested in all the shocking details that came up, mm. but. Apart from those actual details being revealed and finding out that kind of information, uh, I, I didn't find it that interesting, and I don't think it was very entertaining either. I, I would say that the story is really all it has going for it. Some I mean, of the acting was all right. It's not going to be entertaining, is it? I mean, well, the whole the whole. Well, film... it is supposed to be shown in an entertaining way. Really, I feel like it would work better as a documentary, really, rather than. Yeah, but I thought, you said that, like the story is all it has, but I thought the the film was just a story. That's the whole film, wasn't it? Yeah. That's, that's true, but that's why I feel like it would work better it, as a documentary. I thought it was a bit dull. Okay, fair, fair point. Um, and I think it maybe went on a bit long, and I found that the most powerful part of the film was, as you brought up, Henry, that final uh, the couple of sentences that were shown up, mm. which I don't really think should be the case. I wouldn't say that was the most powerful bit for me. It certainly was very powerful and, and rounded it off nicely, but I, I just thought throughout, mm. my eyes were wide open. I just couldn't believe what I was hearing. Yeah. I completely agree. I thought it was. I, I get where you're coming from, and 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 maybe because the story was such a big part of it, maybe yeah. because it was about the story, which obviously it is. Maybe that took away, and maybe that was the forefront, and it was the forefront that the other things behind it they didn't need to do much. No, but I, I think you know, all much things with it because it's... it was there already. Yeah, but... but it's all about the process of finding the story, isn't it? It's not about I mean, yes, of course, it is about the story. It's about the victims, the survivors, and the people who are affected by it. But the whole idea and the whole premise is this team, Spotlight, yeah. these four journalists who who work so hard to break down a lot of barriers to get this story out there. And what you were saying about it being entertaining, Richie, um, the, the, the story isn't an entertaining one, is it really? No. So you're not, you're not going to portray it in a way... Because if, it, if if the film would have been like exciting or 
Well, no, yeah. I'm, I'm so, I think you're, you're, but I think entertaining in the way that you're thinking is not really the same as what I'm thinking because you can say the same about uh, if we bring up Suffragette. I mean, that's not an entertaining story, but I found the yeah, film very yeah. entertaining. Mm. And, yeah. I, and I found the way it was done was entertaining. And I think what threw me with this also was uh, just maybe just the writing, the dialogue. I just, I was not, I didn't really like it. I, I found it to be really, oh, I don't know what the word is. I don't really want to say unrealistic, but some of it some of it was a bit tedious for me. But yeah, and, I, mean, and, and over, I think I found a lot of it to be really over dramatic, which I think uh, I think is not necessary. With well, a story he's, no, like you this. see, well, I know a program that us three, me, you, and Joe have watched uh, the newsroom. Yeah. Now, I gave up after one season because I just didn't like it. Mm-hmm. I thought it was. I'm not comparing it. I'm comparing it in the style, in the sense of the two media rooms and there's a lot of hustle and bustle mm-hmm. and there's a lot of terms being used and thrown out there and I'd say that this film Spotlight captures it much better than the newsroom does because the newsroom to me is is about the entertainment side of it, yeah. it? and that is too eye-rolly for me and it's too cringy and it's too unrealistic mm-hmm. the way that the newsroom betra- captures the newsroom well it's a good point Henry um, and you're right those are those are done in very different ways and uh, yeah, the newsroom is way more on that kind of extreme side of um, mm. eye-rolling moments. But I still definitely got it from this, and, and, and the dialogue did kind of wrong to me at, at, a, a lot of the times. Go back to that point that you made about Suffragette and how you, how you enjoyed it. And, and don't get me wrong, I... I, I, I feel I, like we're making me sound like I, no, I no. really enjoy... Uh, no, no, I'm not. I'm oppression not, against no, women. And, but... No, <laughs> I, 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 but <laughs> they had a lot I was, more I was upset that I wasn't enjoyed by the, <laughs> no, no. By the child rape sexual <laughs> you but, it. but they had a lot more to go with they had a lot more action that they could go with they could go with the, the, the protest they could go with all that mm. with this okay. they couldn't could they no the, this I mean, it this... was facts and and yeah. you couldn't and and it would be it would be unrealistic. Well, I don't know if it would be unrealistic, but to because them publishing the report was the end of the film, wasn't it? But to see protests going on outside and all that type of stuff. So it's two different ones, isn't it? It's two different stories yeah. completely, with different. But I, re- I reckon if it had gone down events. the route, if it had gone down the route of basing it mainly on the victims and the survivors, this film would have got absolutely caned and ridiculed because people would just have boycotted it. Because if it had, if it it would had gone have been down like glorifying, yeah, exactly. This story, yeah, yeah. So the, the only way we could have tackled it was from the digging of the story and the work that the reporters put in. I'm happy for them to do that. I don't know. I, it was just. I mean, it might just be that it it was it felt a bit overhyped to me. I'm not saying I don't think it was a bad film. Uh, I'm just saying I'm not sure it should be as highly acclaimed as it is just because it's tackling this this subject of of um uh, priest molestation i feel i feel like that's what a lot of like a lot of people are going to be kind of thinking of, about the subject rather than how the film was made i, I, take I, I do point. i take that point. I, I do feel like a, a lot of it did have a lot of weaknesses that the actual filmmaking side of mm. things continuity errors as well yeah, yeah there were a lot of those <laughs> Uh, I thought filmmaking wise, I also thought it was really good. I don't, I'm not too, quite too sure what what you're trying to. It's, it goes back to that point, though, doesn't it? It's, 
It's a difficult one. You can't. I mean, you can't compare this to the Re- Reverend, or you, you know, or you Reverend. can't. Yeah, or you, you can't compare it to Suffragette, like we've already said, because they're two, com- you know, three or whatever, completely different films. No, yeah, that, that, that um, was a good point. What you brought up and to, it, to contradict mine, I thought that was a good point. And Joe. it's and it's di- and it's difficult to with camera work and things like that where they. I mean, I I won't I won't bring up camera work in this. I, I I didn't see any nice sort of angles and things like that. There were a couple of there were some, but, some nice shots in. But this. yeah, yeah, I but, know what you mean, but it's not a big key key a feature. That's watching people just on the phone, isn't it's, it? It is. It's just and 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 the story that that makes that hammers home the point that the story was probably the most important. Yeah, and I think yeah. if you know if you're making this film, like the filmmakers, the they're running a really the run. It's like they're walking on a tightrope. Yeah, I get that. If they go too far one way, they'll get ridiculed and slated. If they go too far the other way... It wouldn't surprise me if they had actual lawyers working on oh, the making mm, of this film. Oh, they will have done. Because, no, I mean, yeah, you know, obviously, done. in real life, Boston Globe yeah. probably employs their own lawyers. But, I mean, Christ... You will have had to have done, been, yeah. Yeah, well, they must have... The only, the only way we could have made this was by consulting with lawyers constantly. And, and with real people involved, and... Yeah. Yeah, I don't know what it is. It just... I guess it just rubbed me the wrong way for, some, for whatever reason. Uh, it... It did. I, I definitely had a problem with the dialogue and the writing. Some of the acting I did have a problem with as well. Um, in some parts, I, I did. I just found that the the what was interesting was the actual story, which is not necessarily what what would make it a great film. It was just yeah. it was just a, an interesting story. I'm so I'm sort of glad that they instead of focusing on like focus on all the actors themselves. I, the the story is. But why can't you have all, all, both? I'm just really glad that they they did push push that the strongest because that's what people really need to know about, isn't it? Like, but what? But they, I mean, this it's not easy. It's not difficult to to push the story and then also work on all other aspects of the film. Yes, yeah, it's, it's not. It's not. But I think I liked I liked the performance of the actors in this film because it was very like it was really unshowy. They didn't try and outshine the story. It was all about the story, and I think that's befitting of a gritty, true event story they, like. they all actually felt like proper just journalists yeah, they didn't feel like oh that's Rachel McAdams yeah. I know her from this thing it, it actually felt pretty realistic yeah it felt very realistic I'll I'd, I'd go back to Newsroom I hated that because I, it, it didn't capture it it, did, it didn't feel right it didn't feel real but this felt pretty real but it's a completely because, different type of yeah, thing yeah but what I'm saying is that yeah alright okay it's, it's different but in the same way it's both this sort of environment of Mm. people running around chasing stories and all that crap and you, you get your stupid dialogue sometimes whatever but it just felt with this with yeah. Spotlight it just felt it, it did real. feel to me very realistic just watching them work it felt like I was just watching a real working situation yeah. like especially Michael Keaton I just forgot it was Michael Keaton I just thought yeah. he's this he's this guy running this investigative division yeah. I just thought it was very real yeah I thought he was good yeah, I, I, so I thought like the performances were were really, really, really very good, and like you said in the car, a word used to describe them was dull, which I didn't find personally. I did at times. I found them a little dull. I, I found the characters if, dull. If you, if but, you were but I will take story. on board. But I will take on board what you're saying about them being portrayed as more realistic people, mm-hmm. and that's a good point. And that that kind of does contra- uh, kind of make my point irrelevant about it be- them being dull. Yeah, because it's good acting. But if you if you were that journalist, you wouldn't be running around the place buzzing. 
I'm not as I don't, I'm not nice and happy. But I don't want them to be. I'm not saying that they should be doing that. I just I like when they would all have a conversation about something at times, and it might not even be a conversation that's really necessary to the story or even needs to be in the film. I, I would find myself being a bit bored by that conversation because of, of how dull they were coming across talking to each other. Mm. Just about the case. Just about the story. Just like... Yeah, at t- I, I mean, I can't think of a like, specific example at times, but I definitely found the film to drag a little bit. Yeah. No, you see, I didn't, I didn't find it dragging at all. I mean, a bit out of interest, how, what was the length? It was I just two, two hours, now. eight minutes. Yeah, I, I felt it's based over two, but I didn't feel it. I, I didn't. It. I didn't. I didn't feel it though. I didn't feel it, and I and I felt like every conversation they were having, whether it was between each other or whether it was with an interview or every single one of them, I was really listening and really yeah. intrigued. And so, yeah, I just I keep repeating myself, but just throughout the whole thing, I was just engrossed, and every conversation was, to me felt important. Okay, so so what did you think at the beginning then? How it started, how we, no, start. how we get. So it was in the police station. Mm, yeah, it was a bit. It was back in nineteen seventy-one. I didn't know where it was going to go with that. I thought I, no. I didn't know. I didn't know what the time when that came up. Nineteen seventy-one. Yeah. And we saw. I thought, is it going to stay in nineteen? You know, are we going to be in there for a while? Because mm. I didn't obviously didn't really know much about it. Mm. Um, yeah, that's a good point. And then bumped straight to two thousand. And then straight to so was a bit weird, wasn't set it? the scene type of thing and. Yeah. And to cash him They're probably back. one of the early victims. Was, yeah, one of the, one of the early ones got batted off. Yeah, yeah, and they said, "Oh, the no big paper, just a small little." Sent them away straight away. Yeah, yeah. That was a point that I feel was pushed a bit too harshly. What? What? I felt it was a bit preachy at times when it was going on about. Well, yeah, they these lawyers they didn't um, they, they they were defending these people, um, and they were just doing their jobs or whatever back. Uh, whenever it was, yeah, yeah. Um, and and then he was like, "Oh yeah, well, what about us? You know, we 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 buried the story as well." Uh, I I mean, it's it, it's a good point to bring up, but I think it was done a little too much, and it felt a little preachy. I know what it was do- trying to do. It was trying to to it was trying to stop glorifying it and trying to make them not seem like heroes, which I think is good. Uh, I just think it it tried a little too hard with that. And I I take that I pick that point up and say. They're trying to do that, but at the same time, and I understand there are implications of if they didn't lead the story and they didn't break the story, then other other papers could break it and ruin it because they would they just break it straight away the and they've not got into the yeah. detail. But they were so adamant that they wanted to break the story, you know, to sell papers or whatever. So that's a, I think a bit of a contradiction in yeah, a way. Yeah, but I think they wanted, the main reason they wanted to break it is because they knew that they, yeah. that was they were the only four people that had the access. That, and, and that is the main point, isn't it? So they were the only ones that could do it justice. Yeah. yeah. So it would have ruined the story. But I know what you're saying. No, it's all for sales, which yeah. was part of it, yeah. obviously. But, oh, yeah, definitely. But no, I think... But that's not a bad, that's not a bad thing about no, the film. No, not at all. No, it's not, no. I'm saying that, but that's just kind of a point to yeah, be brought up. Yeah, but like a conflict. What you're talking about the conflict of interest between the journalists and yeah, yeah, because mm. we had Big Boss, didn't he? Uh, what's he? Levy? What? What's he called? Liv, uh, I can't pronounce his fucking name. No, I can't. Liv Gallagher. Schreiber or something. Yeah, the like guy. Obviously, he's the head boss now. And uh, Marty Barron. The that's his name. Boston yeah. Globe have been going through reshuffles and yeah. Because I mean, right at the start, we were talking about cut, cuts and yeah. spot, the spotlight team were Perhaps pretty anxious. They, weren't were, they? they were under threat. Weren't they, they thought they were actually going to get the sack. Yeah. yeah, and then this story sort of. 
almost gets put on the laps. Yeah, well, if it wasn't for Marty, they were running some other story. And, yeah. he, and he said, look, guys, what do you think about this? And he was mm. like, oh, well, maybe, but we're doing this story. No, no, you should do this story. Mm. So if it wasn't for the big boss man... That's that's a bit that fascinated me, though, throughout this whole thing. Would it have been covered? The whole cover-up. Or it probably would have, but not not as soon. Sorry, Karen. <laughs> what fascinated me about this whole film was the whole cover-up operation and how big it was and just... Mm. Just how I mean, we're seeing it in this country now, aren't we? With the Savile Fallout, yeah, same sort of thing. Like, Except this operation and the people that are behind it and the big wigs for it's unbelievable in the anyway. suits for playing this story down, and this is really happening. Mm. It's just yeah, it's the exact same thing. It's it's not a church, it's a TV corporation. Yeah, and the, yeah, and the things the things we were saying about that the priests would pick on kids from broken homes. We didn't have father figure mm. and they were very poor and you know that and then when we actually met some of them they were saying weren't they he's like if he saw the priest as a god figure yeah that's how I mean to me I can't actually comprehend that because I'm not really mm. well yeah I mean but then you just think about that you you can Jesus understand Christ, it no yeah that's what I'm saying yeah, you yeah, can, yeah you understand it and it's like yeah how do you say no to god I think it was like I, I thought, thought I thought the interviews with, with, with the victims were, were really good and mm. And the but way again, they, we didn't go into overkill with them. No, it was no. Just, no, I enjoyed those parts. Yeah, and the way they were they were um, telling it from their side, you, you sort of really like, yeah, I can understand that. I can understand why you would go along with it. And then mm-hmm. before you know it, it's out of control and you can't stop it. Oh yeah. So you yeah. can you can really, un- especially with the um, the gay guy who, in who she met in the coffee place. Yeah. Like the way he told his story was was excellent. Uh, yeah, I thought that was very realistic. Yeah, uh, I really um, parts of it. You just completely. You can believe everything, can't you? Yeah. yeah, you can. You can see how they do it and why young children go along with it. Because you do when you're that age. You don't. You know. You don't yeah. know any different. Exactly. And if you don't have, if you don't have someone at home to tell you otherwise. Yeah. And is that the same? The priest to them is like a celebrity for yeah. us or something. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's this figure who, this figurehead of the whole Boston community mm. that people look up to. And he was saying, "Money, oh, the priest asked me to come and watch this game with me or something." And he was like, "Oh, I feel so special." Special. He picks. This child out of what else. There was one moment of the film where I was, I sort of realised how into it I was, was when, because obviously they're following each journalist and they were following Rachel McAdams and she was knocking houses around, just going, there's like a montage. And um, to her surprise, one of the priests answers the door mm. and she's like, oh my God, this is actually one of the priests. And she asks him like all these questions and he starts willingly answering. Yeah. And I was like, oh, this is really good. Like she's getting a massive... Scoop, yeah. and all of a sudden his sister comes and stops it, and you think, ah, oh, yeah. I was gutted. Now, what did you think of that? So, so we talked about the victims and going going to the priest. Now, I there was two ways I could have t- I I was thinking in my mind with this guy. I thought, a he's old, <laughs> and <laughs> I will expand. And <laughs> good observations. He, yeah, he. May have some sort of dementia or Alzheimer's or something like that. Right. Or B, he completely thinks in the back of his mind. This is okay. That actually, it's all right. No, he, yeah, it's he, just delusional. No, he 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 knew that what he did. He said straight away. Well, he knew what he did, but yeah, but, but he, he didn't hold back by saying. But it. he didn't hold back he, by he, saying. You can see Rachel McAdams was pretty shocked when she opened the door, and then she sort of on the hoof decided to ask him this yeah. question, and he said. Oh yeah, well yeah, yeah. I did, yeah. I, didn't, yeah but, I didn't rape anyone, but yeah, I touched a kid. 
And he said, I had no satisfaction. But then he, yeah, but then he, he, that's he, he even him said, justifying it for himself. Yeah, so him, him thinking it's okay what he's done. Because he knows of this community of other priests that are doing it. It's just part of their fabric, isn't it? I guess, yeah. And then he, and then he then said, to further what you were saying, Joe, he then said, oh yeah, I was raped myself. <laughs> so I thought we were going to get further into it. I thought we were going to get cases from oh, the 50s yeah, and the 40s yeah. about... Priest being raped. That was the bit where he was kids. cut off, and I was like, "No." Exactly. So that's violence. that's something I would say. I wish they did explore a bit more. Yeah, but it's good that they sort of. But it was it was it was a little too short, wasn't it? Possibly, but like to, it just it just gives you that, and then it, to get that reaction from me is quite good. I think. <laughs> I, I want to know more, but I can't. Like that's quite good, isn't it? Mm, I just I feel like I don't, no, I, I don't think it does because it opens it opens <clears> doors. <throat> what that priest said opens doors opens doors for the case, doesn't it? I mean, we could have yeah. a spotlight too on our hands here. We're just photos. Yeah. 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 yeah, I guess that's a good point. It, it kind of, it, it's kind of just, mm. it's kind of just teasing that information, and and it's yeah, kind of, of course, and enough to open your mind about. Yeah, it. no, I completely agree with what Jack said about that being a part of the film where you just completely, completely engaged by it because the way he comes across, he's so innocent. Yeah, and like Joe thinks he might have had dementia that. Uh, he he just said what he thought and what he's believed to be right, mm. and it's just been a part of his life that yeah that happened. And he he he's he, just he's almost like surprised that someone's asking me about yeah. this. Who's interested about this? Yeah. Why are you asking me? Yeah, so yeah. he's like it's just the norm. It's just it doesn't exactly, even, yeah, exactly. It's just think norm. twice about it. Yeah, just the norm for him. And well, in that time, his sister obviously does because she. She's like, whoa. Yeah, she's yeah. the one that ca- she's the one that's on tender hooks. Yeah. She's the one that's worrying every time somebody knocks on the door. Mm. He doesn't even give a yeah. flying monkeys, does he? <laughs> well, yeah, absolutely, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Billy, get inside. You don't know what you're doing, Billy. Billy. No, yeah. Yeah, I guess, uh, yeah, at the time I was thinking I, I would have I liked that to be expl- explored more, but uh, from what you just said, the yeah, I guess that makes sense, and I can accept that. Mm. I think I think what I just loved a lot about the whole film was just that it knew how strong it's this story is and how strong the source material is. So it it just let it just went with that. You know, this is really powerful stuff. Let's just go with the story. Forget any cliches about film. Let's just go with the story. It's not cliches about film though, but it was just some of the some of the acting I didn't really like and the writing. There's you know I felt like it was it did have cliches in its writing style. Mm. I tell you, how, I like the four main spotlight team, but I I, I wasn't too keen on um, the, the one th- the the thing that I keep thinking about and it's bugged me since it happened was Mark Ruffalo's speech at the end. What when he went? He got really he got, he got really angry. upset and got really over dramatic with it. So I really like that scene. I didn't. I, I found it to be way too over too the top. much. Possibly too much. I feel like it's like it's like it's trying to. I don't know. It's like it doesn't feel like the story is enough, and it needs to. Yeah, I thought he was going to say so. bring that up too much, uh, bring it bring it up, and get the audience at the edge of their seat. And it's it's trying to do that with shouting, and I don't think that's the that was the right approach. Mm. I suppose in his defence, he works so hard. On if you if you do work that hard on a story, and he's, and he, and he's and sort of becomes yeah, and he's become but attached but to it. I get that, but I think it was so over dramatic that I was almost expecting him. To reveal that he had been raped as well. Mm. Well, that's, that's what how I was that's thinking. how over dramatic that he yeah exactly that's how over dramatic he was being with it. I just thought it was too much. Right. Like I was happy for him to have a, a bit of an outburst and to argue his point, but like he was getting so emotional over it that I think it was a little bit 
a bit too much for my life. I can see why he would, because... Not only is yeah he's worked hard on the story that but but it's I, not like they were even saying we're not doing the story they were yeah like, I, yeah I know but then he went into it didn't no, he with Rachel no we're only going to cover one priest one victim instead of like something else no but they they wanted to do more and he wanted to just quickly go with this one story and get it out there yeah and and I can see why um, Michael Keaton wanted to wait a bit but I can understand his reaction because he said to Rachel McAdams later didn't he like he expanded a little bit and was like yeah. I used to go to church and I was really sort of looking forward to maybe going back to it one day and this has just completely killed that idea and and he sort of expanded a little bit there. I, I, I really thought that scene was really good actually. Yeah. I, I get the point it's trying to make but it, it, it really felt over the top to me. I'll tell you what, he did well, uh, Mark Ruffalo. I think someone must have given him from Act 1, Scene 1 a Werther's original suite and he managed <laughs> to suck on it. <laughs> his mouth oh I know he talks out of the side of his mouth anyway but Christ I, I did get annoyed at that a bit yeah oh yeah he did well to suck on that all the way through yeah. so <laughs> yeah, no I agree yeah, yeah. Slightly annoying. But, um, I was going to say no the person I didn't really like um, whether it was the character or the actor I'm not quite sure but you know the guy with really white hair um, yeah mm-hmm. the kind of what was he? Uh, Slattery something. Was he there? Was he their boss? Or was he... I think. Yeah, was, I think he yeah. was the editor. Uh, Maybe that sub editor. He was the next guy underneath. Yeah, him. Ray Donovan. I wasn't massive a fan of him. I thought his acting. I didn't really believe believe him as a character. Like, I, I what thought, was different about him to the others? Really, I thought he was the one who um, hid the. Clipping. Do you know when Rachel McCann's found? Thought I thought that. Before that, I thought it was him throughout most of it, but when she gave it to the spotlight leader... Keaton. Yeah. 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 I realised then that yeah. he... Because he's just said... Good I luck. think what it was about him was, like, we've, we've mentioned, like, the, the main spotlight team was so realistic and it felt like I was watching an actual working office, but with him, I didn't... I always just... I was looking at an actor and I just heard the lines off the script... I don't think I felt like that. I just don't. I, well, nah. Fair enough. I, I I just wasn't massive fan of him. He, he did fine, but I guess mm. looking at him and then you look at the others. I, I I thought I thought he was the one that I thought he was part of a cover up for that said for quite a while. Right, you thought, yeah. Until um, whenever well, he could have gone down that way. You know when it? when he went round to Mark Ruffalo's with a pizza and then he mm. comes out with a comment and then Mark Ruffalo looks at him weirdly like what you just said. Yeah, yeah. And I thought. Mm, Even then, I think you're not right. So they're just he trying def- to. He definitely knows something. They're just trying to give you a bit of a red herring there. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> well, I did. I did think there was maybe a tad too many characters in it to an extent. Not that not the main team and you mean and, like the and, victims. And, the I mean, not yeah, not necessarily. The whole I know, no, I know, I know, I know. But I, I don't necessarily mean the victims or the priests. I mean just the. Like court the other judges. ones, just yeah, just some of the, the other, some, just some of the side characters, some of the lawyers, maybe the uh... yeah, the um, oh, he's I've seen him in things and I can't remember his name, the, the actor's name, I didn't, the guy that's got a dull face, def- like a, a grumpy I face. Know, there were definitely characters that appeared once every so often. And yeah. it was like I was supposed to remember who they were, and I didn't. Yeah, yeah that's like why the, I felt I did, the guy he went, to, the, the guy he had a drink with near the end. In, yeah, yeah him, exactly, I didn't yeah. know who he was just for the life of me. Yeah, me neither. We could have done a big shot. Who was that? What? what was that? No, not me. I'm silent. I did hear something. It wasn't me though. We could have done a big short thing where you'd put in a little thing of a name like underneath like, every time we pop up, maybe. Mm. Do you know how we yeah, did it? Yeah, yeah. Up? yeah, but that would have, well, I mean, if they, that would have had to have kind of changed the style of it a bit yeah. if they'd done that. But yeah, 
Yeah, I, I, they could have done get, that. It did get quite confusing in that I sense. I got didn't really it? pretty confused because how he, the guy that he was having a drink with at the end, was yeah. in the in the um, the college with him or the school yeah. with him, and and then the yeah. guy that he did the circle, the, the guy yeah, this mate that circled the names at the end. I was, I sort no, of got who he was. No, I know who he was, but I was whole, just a little bit the whole school thing. Yeah, the yeah. whole school thing that when he met the ice hockey guy yeah. uh, who had also been molested on the ice hockey team. Yeah, well, we 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 supposed to just. Presume that all these four knew each other from their from, from college. college yeah. I guess it was a bit too much. All of that, just a little bit too much. Yeah, yeah. But see, yeah. When you, I mean, you, you said a lot, Jack. That what you 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 just find that they the, the best part about this was that they stuck to the story and they they prioritized the story over all other aspects of the film. Um, but you know, when it comes down to something like that, then that causes an issue. Yeah, that is an issue, and and I'll. You know, but I, but when you say something like that, that that just kind of makes me feel like, well, then why wouldn't it have just been a do- documentary if all they care about, is, if it, well, it's about is the story? Yeah, it would have been a good documentary. Yeah, it would have been, and I think could have been cut down a bit as well because I definitely felt the length and I was getting a bit bored at times. I didn't feel the length. I didn't feel the length, and I wouldn't. I don't know where I cut. I don't know where I cut, but you know, I'm just saying. Well, that bit we just talked about. Yeah. Well, yeah. Well, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That because there you yeah, go. So. Like we're saying, it was getting a bit too much at times, wasn't it? Yeah, so, um, there you go. But the lawyer, the guy that Mark Ruffalo was chasing. But when it comes down was, to it, I mean, we're here oh, to he discuss. Really good. We're here to discuss yeah. how films are made. Yeah, and I thought it was made very well, apart from perhaps. Okay. Yeah, it's taken out a little. Okay. A little bit, but. What was it called? Gabby Adini or something? Yeah. I thought he was really good. Gabby Adini. What was he called? Hey, Which one? Is West Ham, isn't he? <laughs> Who are you talking about? You, you, know, you know the guy that uh, Ruffalo was chasing for the whole film and eventually he started talking to him. Gary Glasses. Yeah, the lawyer. The lawyer? Yeah. I thought he was really good. Yes, yeah, the lawyer. Uh, yeah, okay. He eventually books, doesn't he? he Mark Ruffalo keeps pressing and pressing him. And he's the one who tells him about the public, the public files. With the that, that was amazing. Yeah, he was that. good. I recognise him. What is he in? Yeah, I recognise him. Yeah. We all do, don't we? Mm. I can't. I can't name. I can't. But that was amazing. You know what? He's in the fucking Hunger Games. Is he? Is he? he is. I, oh, I wouldn't know. No, he's in. I recognise him from something else, but I definitely know that he's in that. Right. Okay. But yeah, that part bench scene where that where that re- revelation comes out, and and then obviously he sprints off taxi, taxi, all that. That yeah. was good. The whole fact that the the Catholic priest is the Catholic Church is hidden public files. Yeah. From yeah. from a court is yeah. just. Mm. My God, that's when you sort of realise how grand the scale and mm. this operation is. And I also quite like the scenes with the other. Yeah, lawyer. That was good. I, I liked. Do you remember the other lawyer who he didn't see quite as much? They had a couple of meetings with him, and he kept saying, "I can't talk about in this." He's big, yeah, in his big office. And he started off like quite a nice guy, but then he obviously turned and snapped a bit when they kept pressuring him. Mm. And then he said that line of, "Look, there's two stories here. We could do one on you as oh, well." Oh, Eric, yeah. I didn't like you. Slimy, would he? Well, he was slimy, but I thought that was. No, 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 yeah, no, I think it's realistic, and yeah. Yeah, but I think you're not supposed to really like him, are you? Because he starts out like being a... Well, I think, I, think, I think after it switches... Yeah, he starts he, out being the mate. And then he brings up about how he, he already tried to mm. tell you about this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's supposed to kind of do a double take. Yeah. That, was, that, was, that was something that just kept on happening, though, wasn't it? Like, they just every, every time they tried to press someone, they, they just went, oh, yeah, we tried to give you this information uh, five years ago, I'm not yeah. fucking giving it to you now. But that's, that's what... That's what um, What's he called? What, Mark, what's he called? Mark Ruffalo. No, the other one. Oh. Glasses guy. Main guy. Oh, um, Marty Bora. Boran, is it? Marty, Baron. the boss guy. Baron. Yeah. When, when, Baron, he, when yeah. he sits down for a drink with the bloke who we don't really know who he is, 
but we're just supposed to presume that he's a big wig lawyer or something. Mm. He, he says a line of, oh, is this going to happen again where someone gets so close and the big guy comes and leans on his shoulder and says, mm. stop it now. Yeah. Or something like that. I'm that's very bad paraphrasing. Yeah. But, um, <laughs> yeah, that's what you're saying, isn't it? If he gets so, it seems to have happened that they get so close to someone getting a statement out there or getting a piece of information and some guy in a suit will come over and say, oh, no, Sonny. Mm. And then back to square one, aren't they? Well, that is kind of, yeah, that is what happened. But uh, what I was talking about mostly is that it was just that specific example of of when they actually get down to someone and pressure them enough, they come out and say, I've already tried to tell you this five years ago. And then it's like they're offended that because they're offended they didn't go for it, they're not going to give them the information again. Yeah. And like an example would be that that slimy guy we were just talking about. Yeah, Eric. And here he went, Oh yeah, check your fucking clip. Yeah. Well just give them the fucking information. And, and 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 the victim who who um who was sort of the organizer of the Snap group who kept saying, I'm gonna tell another paper and then because, you know, stop ignoring us basically. Yeah. It was the same sort of thing with him. Because pe- people were I mean I've already I think, told you all this. I think it was actually quite quite a good comment on what I'd think Boston would have been like at that time whereas people would just sort of you'd hear the story and you'd go what are you on about mate mm. no, you, you know people just look at you and think no mm. you're talking rubbish yeah. move on because the priests and the Catholic Church is this seen in this mm. holy light yeah. <laughs> people are, you know people just bat off the story don't they like, you're talking rubbish what are you on about yeah, and but, considering quite a lot of the people during the time were Catholic, yeah, it's like he said. Someone said, yeah. I can't remember who it was, but said, "Look, you're absolutely right to chase this story, but you know this city, um, they need they need the church right now, or they really need God right now, or something." What was it like? after the after? Yeah, that was it. They need the church right now, which I think is a good point to bring up. But the way they brought it up was like he was just he was just dodgy as fuck. Mm. Whereas I think they could have argued that that's actually a, a good point to bring up, considering the time that it was. Yeah. Mm. And that brings up another point that I didn't, which I found odd. I don't know if it's like I didn't like it. It's just odd was their reactions to nine eleven. They yeah. seem to gloss over that. Mm. Yeah, I feel like I could have done. I mean, I know that that's not what the story's about. But uh, yeah, I, I sort of agree. It was weird that. that he kind of walked in, saw have... saw the the two yeah, towers, we'll and, and just, everybody and then, else and then just, just kind of just kind of went shrugged and went <laughs> okay. I was yeah. walked on. I was expecting being, being American as well. I'd have thought about <laughs> yeah, exactly. What's well, it? And been about a you know morning period and we did sort of because I mean Rachel McAdams went and met Snap Guy yeah again and it did show that time because he said oh it's been six weeks now since 9-11 yeah, yeah. but yeah considering it's an American film and how much they how patriotic yeah. we are they did bloody gloss over yeah when they first I, 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 I didn't find that realistic one bit no I didn't but yes okay Ray Donovan ca- called everyone in and said Ray Donovan's the head guy because that's who he plays on TV at the moment I don't know what his real name is. <laughs> Marty, that's it. Yeah, whatever. And he calls over, get, get all the reporters in this room. Yeah. And they're all sitting around the table, uh, the TV, sorry, and they're just... Yeah. The, 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 I, know, I think, I think they everyone on the was TV? freaking out at this time. Yeah. yeah. And what they're watching on the TV? The Catholic priest or whatever. Yeah. yeah making yeah, a speech. Yeah, yeah that's exactly not, what they'd be watching. Not the... Not the, not the, not the image what's going on. Seen. Yeah. And mm. that's where it goes a bit, ugh, you know... Exactly. Oh, that, that wasn't realistic. Yeah, that that part wasn't of the realistic. film I wasn't a fan of actually. Thinking about actually, it. The, it could have been even more interesting if we'd have we'd have been closer with the snap guy, and the snap guy would have been really pressuring them to get back on the bandwagon. Yeah, because they all get just on back on with the story, they? and then 
it's sort of showed time passing by saying, oh, he had to yeah. say it's been six weeks. That was all over too quick. Yeah, yeah it, it was like it was like the next scene as well. It was, yeah, it was, yeah, no, it was, it was just, six weeks ago, and then, then it's Christmas, and then it's New Year, and then the story's out. Yeah, it literally was the next scene. Uh, yeah, I, when they first showed this, the, those 9-11 moments, I was expecting to be sat there for a good you know, 10, 15 minutes mm. And, and, and have that sort of play out a bit it, yeah. it was like yeah I mean I, I wasn't expecting it to turn into a 9-11 no story, no but, no but, but I mean yeah you know, have, it, have, it, have it as a significant moment yeah, at yeah. least mm. yeah. if you're going to have it as the reason that they can't publish the story until after the new year yeah it's actually a big part of the film you've got to you should have been should have been a bigger bigger point yeah when, when, when the snap guy did say six weeks have passed and carried on talking I was like is that it is that yeah it? yeah so okay. yeah strange that strange that was strange have you guys seen um, All the President's Men? No. No. Have you not? Oh, because that's... Perhaps the first time Jack's seen a film that we have. Oh my God, right. <laughs> Get that. <laughs> what time is it? <laughs> Dates, 26. Cause... Right, okay. Right. My bad, the diary. That is quite rare. Well, I think that is the first, actually. Anyway. Um... <laughs> Only 43 episodes in. Yeah. But um, that's the film that comes to mind for me when comparing like films, because it's the same sort of thing. It's all about investigative investigative journalism and it's looking at the Watergate scandal and Nixon and all that and it's got mm, that sounds interesting it's got it stars like Hoff, Hoffman, Dustin Hoffman and Robert Redford is that what he's called yeah there is someone called Robert What's Redford called? yeah him yeah they're the two okay. they're the two journalists instead of four it's two it's the same sort of thing and it goes off that, them trying to you know mm. get all these big scoops and they try and yeah expose the story which is what this was like and I loved that film and then this this one is getting the same sort of feeling out of me. I, I, I think they're on a. I put it on the same level as that. Mm. I was I was thinking you guys would be able to <laughs> say whether you agree, but anyway. No, that's interesting, actually. Yeah, no, I, it's a great film, and it's same sort of story. Obviously, a different story, but the same angle, and it's looking at the journalists instead of. Anyway, I really like Mark Ruffalo, and I really like him in this uh, for for the majority. Um, he did his fucking hunt really well, didn't he? I've not seen him in anything for a while. Uh, Not the last thing I saw him in, to be honest. Well, he's obviously doing his uh, Avengers stuff, isn't he? Yeah. Um, but I, I like him, uh, which is why I was just a little bit disappointed with him in in the final kind of moments. It, you know, it's probably just the way he was told to do it. But it's just it's just things like that that kind of rubbed me wrong, the wrong way with this film. The, the the two best for me was, I mean, he he was really good. But I I most enjoyed watching in terms of forgetting they were even actors was Rachel McAdams and Michael Keaton. Yeah. I thought. What did we think of the Tash guy? Uh, what was his actor's name? Did you get that? Did, um, I didn't read it out before, but I can find out. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, very solid, very solid. But I don't think there was a, a poor actor. I don't. Re- I don't. I'm not sure. I would. I'm not sure. I would say uh, Rachel McAdams kind of stands out among. She stood out for me. I thought she was okay. really pretty. Again, just she is really pretty, isn't she? Just, <laughs> she's really pretty. Again, then, <laughs> looking at. Looking at it as if who did I sort of forget was an actor and Brian Darkey James very, is the Tash guy. Yeah, as in, as in realism, I, just, I thought they just played the part of a journalist really well. I thought Ruffalo. I thought they all did really. I thought Ruffalo no, and did, Michael Keaton were the most. Of course, they all did. Yeah. I, I really like Michael Keaton. Yeah. So I'd say he's probably the best. In Michael this Keaton. I would agree with that. Ruffalo for me was the most. Yeah. The spotlight that I felt the most yeah. real. Mm-hmm. Uh, I thought Rachel McAdams wasn't as. I don't think she played that much of a role as the other two, really. Yeah, I, I in would terms agree of with that. Breaking, getting a story. I mean, Christ, she did bloody well. She had, she had, um, she had the, the interviews with the victims. victims. They were the victims. victims. They were very good. 
Um, she I, was good, um, but yeah. Because I, I, I think Mark Ruffalo, the thing with him was he was chasing down Jackarini, whatever he's called. Was he's hers were ca- chasing down that guy, wasn't he? Hers were all sort of. You never saw any chasing; it was all just straight away mm. mid-interview. Mm. So I guess, but but no, yeah. Richie said it. They were all really pretty good. I mean, yeah. I wouldn't say there's any weak links, mm. but for me, yeah, Keaton was the best. Yeah, I was just annoyed by that final performance from Ruffalo. Really? Yeah. But anyway, what do we think of Marty? You know, the big boss man who came in, the new editor, as, uh, an, as an actor, first of all. Uh, well, I, I mean, what I, I mean, I think he's uh, no, 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 yeah, him, yeah, <laughs> yeah, him. He's, he's. I mean, I like him. Yeah, as, as an actor, um, mm. uh, I, I'm not sure he really had that much to do in this. No, and I don't um, think that he. <laughs> He did give him a story. I don't think he... He gave him a story. But he is the boss, so he's, he's, he's not going to be... And he's an editor. Now, I'm not pretty sure in newsrooms and things like that, the editor is flipping... A bit more hands-on. Boom! On the ball. And yeah. Yeah, but let's go, let's separate, go, let's go. Spotlight's a separate team. Yeah. Yeah, We're not even on the same floor. But every time yeah, no, we saw him... To be fair, they did, they did say... They did kind of hammer that point in the beginning. Spotlight... Likes to choose its own yeah. things and yeah. go on with it themselves. But every time we saw him, he was in his office, though, wasn't he? He, he was never out. And okay, they weren't they weren't on the news 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 floor themselves. But he just seemed to be quite I think, cool I think, and collected, but quite reserved to an extent as well. He just didn't. Yeah, but I, th- I think big you know editors. I think they are pretty. Yes, they are very involved in obviously how it looks and all. But, but I, I, I could do with him getting a bit more. Uh, but I, heated I, about things yeah. he, he was just like really calm right I thought he should time. get more riled yeah but yeah, but, but like Richie said we are told from minute one that Spotlight do their own thing and we run it this sort of way yeah no yeah but then when they come to him with the eventually come to him with the story once they've got all the information yeah, but just he's like, kind of like oh yeah that's good you've got to remember though that at this time Boston Globe are just he's just come he's just arrived at the job yeah but going through this process of people he, he's got to be thinking about who's going to Sack, when it essentially in it, mm. so I, you can actually see him being more of a shady figure because he's got a watch from the sidelines of right. I think yeah, I can cut some costs here by getting rid of this or this or whatever, cutting departments down and things like that. Yeah, yeah. And we sort of tease about the internet and all this, don't we? And, and he, I think someone says, "Oh, I'll actually, put the URL in the story." Mm-hmm. And you know, this is a time when it was changing, mm. really, wasn't it? Yeah. You know, you can see jobs. Yeah, and he ha- he, he had, he had just right. He, he didn't know the city at all. Mm. I, I don't know. I don't know if that that still kind of excuses the, maybe, the maybe. level of calmness he had. Yeah, but, but later on in the film, he was getting involved a lot more, which I think is realistic. He was getting involved, but he was just. Uh, Too I, I think I'm with Joe on this. Like, he, just, uh, he just wasn't getting like into it. Yeah, he's like, mm. it doesn't matter what you know. Or, or, yeah, even, no, I'd agree. or even yeah. vaguely, and it's like he didn't really have a strong opinion. Mm. Yeah, for or I, I, here, here or there. I did. Uh, I did think near the beginning, apart from actually, we were going to get him to do the story. We were going to see more of him because, you know, near the beginning of the film, he had that whole interview with the main cardinal, and you thought, oh, he's going to be quite a major player, mm. and then he sort of drifted off a little bit. Um, oh yeah, yeah, forgot about that. Yeah, mm, so. but when well, we saw him, obviously a few times, like the ball thing and stuff like that. But yeah, a ball thing again is another one that I don't really think had to be there. No, yes. well, no, because yeah. Michael Keaton met his mate, didn't he? Again, oh, yeah, the guy that's... They had another scene at the bar, and that was really bad continuity because uh, where did that girl pull the pints from? There's no. <laughs> Do you know what you have to be? I thought and that was in my hand. He got one anyway. In my head, yeah. Mid shot. Yeah, and then uh, Michael Keaton asked for another beer, 
and she's standing there, <laughs> and a beard just goes. I know, but in my head. And then she sort of sh- shuffles away. Where's the, where's, the, where's the little cam there? She, she's nowhere, but she's yeah. the In my head, she'd got them all lined up. Yeah. And, yeah. and she, they'd line them Flat all beer, up just because <laughs> it's a big event and they didn't have time to pull them. They just oh, yeah. pull them. <laughs> that was in my head. That was my excuse. Yeah. But no, continuity was... Um, yeah. One of them was when she, Rachel McAdams was jotting down on a notebook. And one minute she's like three quarters of the way down a page yes, yep, I saw and then that. next minute she started a I'll new tell you page what, but I didn't yeah. even see a I saw a really bad one at one point it looked like Mark Ruffalo actually had his lines on a sheet really? because he, he, he was same sort of thing Jesus the sheet of paper was literally it looked like printed writing oh, yeah. and then he'd flick over to doing his notes and it was handwriting wow Ooh. and it, it, it literally looked like he's on his tricks of the trade it looked like it'd been glued onto the piece of paper yeah. I saw that oh, Rachel McAdams one. It, it, it I didn't see that Rachel. It was one when she was speaking to Eric, you know, the, the, the slimy lawyer, and she'd be writing, and then she'd be down here. Yeah, 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 yeah. She must be good at shorthand. You get. Yeah. Anyway, She's got about two hundred words a minute. Anyway, <laughs> we're, we're really getting on in time, lads. So, uh, is there anything anyone wants to quickly bring up before we move on? I think we've covered it. I think we've yeah, pretty well, much I mean, we've gone we over. Went, we mentioned the very end come. at the beginning, so. You what, mate? We mentioned the very end of the beginning, you know. For spotlight, yeah, yeah. proud yeah. of our job, but we covered it, guys. We've done a good job here. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Take it to press. Yeah. <laughs> All right, uh, let's move on to favourite scenes then. Jack, you got one? I'm going to go with the park bench scene with, um, I keep saying Gabby Adini, I don't know what his name was. You know, the, I know who you mean. Yeah. Jack Arini. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, when he reveals to um, Mark Ruffalo that these are actually public files and they could have been accessed, but the church is actually taken them out of a court yeah that was brilliant and it was it was just a brilliant scene and then I thought he was acted very well because there was a lot of dialogue in that and he got it out really clearly and even though he was saying it quick I heard it all and it was really good and then yeah he has to go back into court and then Mark runs off and sorts it all out so for me I mean there's a lot of great scenes in this film it must be said but I'll go with that one alright Woody uh, that is a good scene I did I did enjoy that one um, for me it's the the victims, so the Rachel McAdams interviews with both uh, Joe and Patrick, I think they were called, mm. and they were just brilliant, brilliantly acted. You just you were really sucked in at that moment. Uh, well shot as well, actually. They kept bumping from uh, yeah. one yeah. to another, and it was like they're finishing each other's sentences. Mm. So it sort of shows you know how similar the cases were, and you you sort of start to think, well, mm. these aren't the only two. And yeah, it was when he said molested, and then she was like, "Look, we're gonna have to get into more detail than that." Yeah, yeah, and that's not enough. Mm. We need to know exactly what happened. Yeah, to they, you. Were, they were. She was really asking some <sighs> yeah difficult questions, and, it was and then he said, "Right, I think we're gonna need to get these to go because <laughs> obviously <laughs> t- people what? having a drink listening to that." <laughs> what was that thing though? about them? I I found it a bit weird that it had that bit where he right to the end of his when he was talking, and he went, "Oh, and there's a church and a playground." <laughs> it came off as a little. Was that supposed to be funny? Yeah, that was, I think that I was, was weird. trying to be a bit of irony. It was a bit weird. I found that strange. <laughs> the shot was nice, though. <laughs> Fucking hell. No, but it's yeah, a mini I, shot. Yeah, no, I, I like that scene. I, I thought it was very, yeah, very sort of, really started to hit home and the way that it was acted out. Oh, no, sorry, it was Rachel McCann. Mark Ruffalo was interviewing the first guy, wasn't he? Uh-huh. But yeah, so it wasn't Rachel McCann, was doing both. Yeah, it was, it was Mark Ruffalo, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah. But um, no, that's my favourite scene, I think. Alright. Yeah, I agree, Henry. Mm. I think there's, there's a couple of scenes, but I, th- I think that is probably my favourite scene. 
and then sort of went probably carrying on to when she interviews oh no it's a different scene but you know when she goes over to the, the priest guy in that sort of montage type bit oh, yeah. when they're the knocking on doors, doors. Yeah. Knocking on doors. Um, but yeah I, th- I completely agree I thought it was great alright um, I'm going to go with uh, it's kind of not long after your scene Jack which is just Mark Ruffalo trying to get to the public can I get the files the files that have, that have uh, just been made with the public yeah um, because I, I that was the part of the film that I was actually genuinely engaged with because it, it really built tension because you're thinking is he going to get there in time and mm. all that and it really I think he did that really well and when he actually gets there and he can't it, he has to, he has to argue with the guy because he won't yeah. give him to him so he has to go and get a judge yeah I, I liked that whole uh, that whole sequence so I'm going to go with that did he sleep there overnight I think it left that impression yeah yeah mm. that's the feeling I got from it yeah but ends up bribing him <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> So yeah, just coffee, but yeah, yeah, that was good. <laughs> so that's uh, that's mine. Ratings out of ten, Jack. It's gonna be nine for me. Nine for me this week. Mm. Um, yeah, the things that bring it down are just a couple of the bits that perhaps didn't need to be there. Like we've already said, the school, you know, those characters I wasn't really bothered about, and there was that ball. But I thought on the whole, it was a fantastically well. The way they told the story, I know Richie didn't quite like it. I thought the way they did it was really, really good, and it was very realistic and just. Um, yeah, just very shocking and just an incredible film. So, powerful. I'll say it again. Nine for me. Okay. Woody? Nine for me as well. Yeah. Um, I loved it. I, I thought it was, it was brilliant. It was brilliantly done. Yes, there's a few things that we discussed that we didn't like. Continuity errors. <laughs> yeah, a few of them. But I think on the whole, it, it was... I don't think we it could have been done any other way. The fact that they focused on... The journalistic side, the digging up of the stories, the fact that they kept getting kept getting knocked back, um, and just the whole scale of this cover up of what's actually happened um, in Boston as a whole, just harrowing story. And I thought it was really, really well done. And I'd, I can actually see why it's getting a lot of critical, why it's being crit- critically acclaimed because it's just a great film. So now for me, all right, Joe. Yeah, I'm going to go with a point five. I think a point five, eight point five. Oh, sorry, no. <laughs> I didn't hear the eight. Ah, uh, point five. No, eight point five. Um, I thought it was a great film. I thought it was fantastic. There's a couple of things. Sort of, I would have probably gone into it giving it before this, probably a nine like you guys. But sort of thinking back and you know looking over the different things. The nine eleven bit was 8. poor. Eight point five. That was poor. Um, I think I thought it was overall a great film. I agree, Henry. I don't think they could have done it any. So other way really apart from like what you said Richie sort of turn it into a documentary mm-hmm. but what they've got I thought they did fab yeah so 8.5 for me okay I'm going to give it a 5.5 <laughs> kill Joy <laughs> no I liked Joy <laughs> um, yeah I've, I've kind of made my points pretty clear um, I, oh, sorry go no on. no I was just going to say um, I sort of talked about it at the start and then we never actually talked about it properly the ending. The ending. Yeah. The, the, end se- the end sequence. You mean with the, the sentences? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just what did we think of it? Just excellent. Line. Well, like I said before, I felt that was that was the most powerful part of the film for me. Yeah. Um, I, I yeah. thought it, I thought it was uh, it's it's a great way to 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 do that. As, as Jack yeah. said to me before, it's uh, reminiscent of Suffragette. I think I think the reason it's such a good way to do it is because it, because it has got so many cities and towns listed, yeah. it will hit everyone hard. You'll, yeah, it, it makes it more everyone, relatable. Everyone will see somewhere that's close to it's them. Like, well, yeah, we saw Preston, didn't we? We saw Preston, yeah. someone else will see somewhere else. And it, 
it'll all that that's when it'll really yeah and you knew didn't you as soon as it came up there's there's uh, since then there's been reported cases oh. in you just knew you can't believe you can't before believe it came up it's, it's going to be a scream for him he got rid of one of them and he got reassigned to one of the churches yeah. in Rome the guy yeah the guy the, the, yeah, yeah, the yeah, yeah. Lord, that's that, yeah that's what's Lord. insane and that's what makes it a great unbelievable. story unbelievable yeah and he's can't, he's gone to one of the top highest churches yeah. in, in Rome yeah I messed up his art yeah I can't fucking stand religion. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it was. I mean, that, yeah, both sentences were just ridiculous, and just sort of hammered home the point of how crazy it is. And it was. And then what you were saying about because you know when the suffragette the scroll didn't they? the scroll yeah 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 it was, places, it was a similar kind of thing. Wasn't other it? places didn't have a vote. They couldn't but have voted. Flashing yeah. of the cities and yeah. Christ, it was hundreds of them. Wouldn't it? And it yeah, said, it was great. It said in the end they actually published over six hundred stories on this. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. yeah so yeah there's nearly 300 priests of him what is this yeah, yeah. it's insane um, but yeah um, in terms of my rating I, I made my, my points clear in the review I think but it was just it, it was just not I feel like it was kind of like this could was going to be a powerful story no matter how they did it and I think I would have preferred a, a, I don't know something different and I, I was I just felt ultimately underwhelmed okay uh, so yeah so uh, 5.5 crucifixes out of 10 for me. Devil's advocate over Okay, it's time for another edition of Quiz Night. Joe is the quiz master this week. Mm. Um, so do you want to walk us through the scores so far before we... Yeah, absolutely. Before we get the questions? So we've got... What about yourself, Joe? What you... <laughs> yeah, yeah, how are you doing hey, so far on the... Start yeah. with me. I've got zero. <laughs> <laughs> Jack is in the lead. Yep. Uh, three, yeah. Three points. And both Richie and Henry have got two points. Yes. And I'm on zero, yes. All right, so hit us with the first question, Joe. All right, number one. What percentage of the Boston Globe readers were Catholic? Oh, shit. Right. Jack, you got it? Yeah, well... I've got my answer. Yeah. Yep. Henry, Richie, yeah. Fab. Yeah, Number two. What was the name of the victim group and what does it mean? Oh, no. I can't remember this. Do you get, is it half a point for each? Yeah, half a point for each. Sorted? Yeah, okay. Whatever. Um, yeah. Yeah. How many members did that group have at the time they spoke to the Boston Globe? Fucking hell. <laughs> he made a bit of a joke out of it. Yeah. Did he? Yeah. I don't remember that at all. You're probably asleep, Richie. Yeah, I probably am. Might, might have been asleep, yeah. <laughs> joke? I remember him saying... Anyway. Uh, yeah, it was a little light-hearted moment. Yeah. In what was a very deep film. Number four. What phrase... Did Mark Ruffalo's character use to describe the people that didn't report the abuse? What phrase did he use? That's a frozen line here. Okay, so is it, he was in the office with the blonde-haired guy. They were in the office, and they said if eight, if ninety odd priests did this in Boston, somebody must have at least known. Why didn't they say anything? And Mark Ruffalo's character threw something back. I can't even picture it. I can picture it, but I don't know what to I say. I think I can picture it, but I'm really struggling. Just a phrase, two-word phrase. Yeah. And they, the beginning of each word begins with the same letter. 
Janelle. That's enough now. <laughs> just say the, what moment is it in the, in the just film. Just say the answer. <laughs> yeah, I, can't, I can't tell you is the phrase because I don't know what the, no, no, I can tell, tell you the scene. scene tell me what's the happening. scene okay. so the scene is Mark Ruffalo yeah. his boss and then his boss's boss white haired guy yeah in the office and they go to him with 90 priests and they say 90 priests have done this and he says if 90 priests in Boston were abusing kids surely somebody would have said something or somebody would have known why have they not done that I can remember the scene and Mark yeah, Ruffalo's What's character what does Mark Ruff, what's Mark Ruffalo's response what does he say these people are afraid I don't want to say it no, you've, you've... another historical moment in history no oh, shit your friend has a lot of lines though right. now you're just humiliating us <laughs> yeah <laughs> nice easy one to finish <laughs> <laughs> How many articles did the Boston Globe write in total or approximately uh, on the subject of abuse? Is this, yeah. In total. Or approximately. <laughs> or, or approximately. I mean, it's all it was, it, yeah, it it's was two written very down. different things. It was written down. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> <Okay>, hell. <laughs> Ready? Yeah. Alright, number one. What percentage <coughs> of Boston Globe readers were Catholic? Jack? Was it 51%? Henry? 53%. Richard? 70%. 53, Henry. Oh, oh. No, I just guessed. What was the name of the victim group and what does it mean, Henry? Right, I think I'm pretty close here. Snap. Yeah. Support network for those abused by priests. Uh, yeah, I got Snap. Yeah. And super nerds against pedos. <laughs> <laughs> Correct. <laughs> uh, uh, Jack. I just got Snap and then I didn't even bother with a guess. Okay, what was yours again, Henry? Snap support network for those abused by priests. Do you want to hear mine again? So close. <laughs> How close is it? Be right. <laughs> You've got the network of the abused by priests, right? Survivors network ah! abused by priests. Not but you know him. what? I'm going to give it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Give you. him. A, give him a point. So it's survivors on. network. Yeah, me. survivors network. So he gets both heart, both hearts. Yeah, he gets a point. Yeah. Very you lenient. Do, do, yeah, what? Very lenient. It's only a word, and he's got one of them wrong. <laughs> <laughs> one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight words. No, I mean snap. Yeah, and it's eight words, and I got one word wrong. Yeah. <laughs> okay, Joe. No, you did well there. He did no, do well. I had no he idea. He'd been racking his brain. He's bitter. Listen to him. Uh-huh. He can't stand it. <laughs> right, number three. How many members did Snap have at the time they spoke to the Boston Globe, Richard? Ten. Jack? Ten. Ten, Ten because one of them dropped points out. all around. Was that a joke? Yeah. Marjorie dropped out. She changed. <laughs> <laughs> she moved towns. <laughs> was, that, was that actually Marjorie? I think it? it was Marjorie. I don't know why I'm thinking of Marjorie, but yeah. All right, number four. What phrase did Mark Ruffalo's character use to describe the people who didn't report the abuse? Uh, Jack. I had to leave this one, Joe. Henry. Yeah, I just put down. I remember saying something about Germans. So I just put Germans. Oh, yeah, I remember that now. But, uh, I don't think it's right. Well, I was kind of phrasing it in a way that it's in response to uh, his his employer, what he said to him. So I just yeah. I put, uh, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> well, he didn't say that. Yeah. But he did say good Germans. Oh, fuck's sake. <laughs> Surely you're not going to give him that one. No, well. I'm not going to give him that one. No. <laughs> okay, well. Good. Uh, so mine was wrong as well then. Yours was wrong as well, yeah. Mm. Yeah, good Germans. 
Yeah, I'm going over now. Because they just turned Good away. Jesus. <laughs> um, oh, yeah. They yeah. turned their heads and not, you know, Good does what they said about the German people, Fucking didn't crowds. they? Good German. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't think so. Our German, German listeners. German listeners. <laughs> 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 we just got on feed his aim. Yeah. Heil. Yeah. <laughs> and a five. We'll move swiftly on. <laughs> Before we get reported, uh, how many articles did the Boston Globe write? On We've the got s- the explicits. Yeah, we can say what the fuck we, we can say what we want. <laughs> Fucking twats. <laughs> Moving on for a second time. Number five. How many articles did the Boston Globe write on the subject of abuse? In the end, uh, Henry. Over six hundred. <laughs> Approximately six hundred. <laughs> uh, six hundred plus. Six hundred, yeah. Beautiful. Good job. So the scores on the doors are Jack. Two and a half. Henry. Uh, just a four for me. Two and a half for Two me and as half. well. Oh, so that means that Jack and Henry are joint yes. first now on three, saying... three points. Richie's trailing a little bit behind. Falling behind to the McClafferty camp. And Joe's (laughs) still yet to score. (laughs) Right, well, thank you for that, Joe. Yeah, thanks, Joe. That was a good one, And until next week, that was Quiz Night. Uh, Okay, um, we've got a second review coming now. So we'll be doing uh, a review of 45 years. Are we ready? We are. Let's go. All right, well, we will be discussing major spoilers for this film, so... Let's have a clip. You know, I, I feel sure I've told you before, but it was a long time ago, so I, you know, I could be wrong. Okay, go on. Yeah, um, I, I was her next of kin. What do you mean? Uh, officially, I, I was. Her next of kin. I'm sure I told you this before. But I think I remember her husband being another woman's next of kin. Why? Why what? Well, why were you her next of kin? Because they thought we were married. Who did? The authorities, people. What made them think that? We we told them we were. 45 Years is directed by Andrew Haig, and it stars Charlotte Rampling, Tom Courtney... Geraldine James, Dolly Wells, and David Sibley. The synopsis is, A married couple preparing to celebrate their wedding anniversary receives shattering news that promises to forever change the course of their lives. Um, what did you two think of 45 years? i got to say, I thought it was brilliant. Really good film. I loved it from start to end. It was one of those films where I was hanging off every word that was said. It was, um, it was a very intimate film. And the way it was done, like the atmosphere of the film, you know, it was very... <laughs> it, it wasn't that. That wasn't what I was going to say. Um, it was... <laughs> it was, um, yeah, the atmosphere of the film, the way it was done, it was very quiet. And so all the dialogue scenes, it just felt... I repeat what I said before, I was hanging off every word that was said. And I think that's because, unless there's two of them were talking, it was very... There wasn't a lot of dialogue, was there, in the film? Yeah, I'd say there was quite a lot of dialogue, actually. Yeah, I'd say there was. I mean, like, okay, between the two of them, but it wasn't like... You mean the, You mean it wasn't It wasn't plot-driven? Yeah, it wasn't plot-driven, and it was. there was a lot of silence between... You know, there was a lot of just watching them move around the house and yeah. stuff like that. Yeah. And I thought that all added to it, and the feel of it I liked. Um, so, yeah, I thought, excellent film from me. All right. Woody? 
Mm, yeah. Uh, I did... Yeah, I liked it, but I don't think it was excellent. I think the first thing I said to you, Richie, was that it felt like half a film. I, I understand that it was all supposed to do with this the whole week of finding out about the news about his wife, his ex-girlfriend, ex-girlfriend finding a body after all 50 years or something. But yeah, I don't know. I just felt it was, I, I thought it was going to be right. It's a slow burner and it was going to build up to something and it never built up to what I thought it was going to build up to. Well, what, what do you think? I just thought, I just thought we were going to split up. Yeah. Or I just thought we were going to find out what really happened to her. How did she die, and how much did he know, or how much did she know? And they seemed to build up a lot of tension, and it, I felt that it was heading towards that way. Mm. But they both, they both, uh, Charlotte Rampton and what's Tom, what's he called? Courtney. Tom Courtney. Courtney. Both had things to hide, but then they never came out. Never came out. Perhaps, yeah, Richie. I, uh, I, I thought it was a very beautiful film. I really enjoyed it. I I have to say I I I'm not sure I would agree that it was it's a half a film I think I I I think the whole point of it is that it kind of ends up with them back where they started yeah yeah um and it's it's really just about uh it's showing how you've got this this strong relationship for forty five years and then something something as small as I mean it's not small but something that's happened before they'd even or before they'd even met. Is what's cause what's nearly causing to, mm. uh, to to for the relationship to completely be destroyed. It just just shows the the fragility that you can have. Yeah, no, uh, yeah, in I understand that. Relationship. that and, you know, yeah. I, I, it's just uh, I I feel like um, it's it shows proper realism in the way it it shows that building, and I I really enjoyed watching the relationship, um, how how the relationship worked in this one week. Mm. Yeah. It, it, the, the word that I've felt throughout is I've felt really uneasy. Yeah. Mm. And I thought it was great at making you feel that way and how the scenes were sort of structured and how they set up the scene. It really was, like you said, tense. And yeah, I just felt like at any moment there was going to be another bombshell dropped and or it would be, you know, tipped over the edge. And that sort of didn't really come, which sort of made me feel uneasy throughout because it... That feeling of uneasiness was never sort of... It never hit a wall where I could sort of feel like it was going to be okay. It constantly felt like something's going to happen here, but it didn't really... Nothing massively happened. Well, that's exactly how you're supposed to feel. That's that's yeah, how that's, they're, that's how they're going to feel throughout the rest of their relationship. Yeah, and that's that's a, I'm saying that's a positive about the film. Yeah, uh, I, I think it's I think it's a really kind of scary film when you think about yeah, it. Yeah, it was actually quite. Was that you know it was 45 years we've been married. The whole relationship, the whole relationship's built on a lie, isn't it? Yeah. But mm. he's he's never. What I did like was just straight away Monday, bang, started. They didn't piss about with a backstory. No. It was just these two, this couple, in the countryside, and he gets the letter of God, they found her. Yeah. And he straight away, it's literally gets like the first scene. Like, well, who's her? Yeah. Blah blah blah. And then the backstory is built up throughout yeah, yeah, the rest yeah. of the film. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. that was brilliant. That because. How many times do you see in a film where it will start in the past and the build up yeah. and you'll see actually see that character develop and then the bombshell gets dropped and then before you look you know it you're already an hour in. Yeah. Straight away. They don't mess about. Oh yeah. god, she's dead. She's found they found a body, sorry. And um 
Yeah, it just had you straight away, didn't it? I think. Yeah, and then and they and they did that, and then they could have easily uh, used flashbacks or any mm. number of, of ways to tell this story in yeah. a much easier way than the way they chose. Um, I, I loved how everything was linear. Everything was just from day one to mm. day six. It, it was a. Uh, it, it really helped helped you kind of tackle it, this situation with them. Yeah, and it helped you just focus on the story. It didn't. It wasn't like trying to send you back years ago. It was just, this has happened and this is them dealing with it. And it was really easy to focus on. It was a very crystal clear film from start to finish. It was, you know, there was nothing that you really had to work out too much. Mm. It was all sort of in front of you and it was just watching them deal with it. And it's just being, um, what was the woman's name, the character's name? Uh, Or the actress's name? (laughs) Charlotte Rampling. It was just being Charlotte Rampling. It, 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 the film is definitely more focused on her yeah. and, and her discovering everything. So you're learning all this with her. So mm. you're just kind of in that together. Yeah, yeah, and she's trying her hardest to get information out of her husband, but he's not budging, is he? I thought at the start, is he, you know, he's had this, was it a bypass that he said he had? Yeah, yeah. So he obviously he's not what he, his memory's not what it used to be. Mm-hmm. And he struggles sort of putting sentences together and all that sort of thing. But he's still. He still remembers things, doesn't he? And he still remembers the little details that he had mm. even before he yeah, and their I lo- relationship started. I loved how he articulated his memories, you know, just lying in bed and he would just, you know, be talking about a particular walk they went on or what happened. And I thought it was really, really nice just just watching him talk about this amazing memory that he he had. I thought it was really quite quite touching, you know, those scenes. and Yeah. And she, you know, she can't really do much else but just lie back with him and listen. And and she's trying to, she's trying to stay positive about it at first. Yeah. And trying to say, okay, well, well, this has happened. There's nothing we can do about it. I'd like to know. I'd like you to talk to me about it. Mm. Um. And I love how that uh, transgresses, and then just kind of she, she learns more and more. And the more she learns, the more she realizes she doesn't want to know. Yeah. Yeah. She gets. She gets really sick of it, doesn't she? Oh yeah. And then, and there's there's one line which really sort of near the beginning, um, he's just told her about I was her next of kin on the sofa, and she, well, she's like, well, I can't be cross, can I? Because you know it was before we met. Yeah. And then there was that still, and then she just walks off. Yeah. And he's left to sort of contemplate that. So yeah, and and also you know the way she was acting, and as a viewer, you're watching her respond to all this that's going on. You, you're sort of thinking, you know, how would I feel? Um, it's making you think what you would do in this situation. You know, if you'd been married to someone that long and then this was revealed to you, you know, how would you take it? So, um, I think or even in, if you were in the other, if you were in, or if you were in his shoes, his yeah, shoes. the same, the same thing. So I thought as a viewer, it really just had me hooked. Yeah. It was a really amazing, um, way that they told the story. I thought, mm. and the fact that for all, all this time, she knew that something had happened. She knew that he'd had a previous relationship, but he just never brought, brought her up. So it was always this sort of... You can imagine it being like an elephant in the room sort of yeah, thing where, yeah. you know, we both know, but we're too scared to sort of, mm. you know, bring it up and talk about it. Yeah. Um, but there was, but there's no need to either. No. Because it, it's I, in the past, but yeah, now but now it's kind of brought up. It's in the past, so it stays there. Yeah. That's his... I, that's his... Yeah, exactly. Rational, rationale, isn't it? Yeah, but now, but, it's, now it's been brought up as mm. something to deal with. mm and it can't be avoided. Yeah, and it just so easily breaks them apart. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And 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 perhaps before this 
because like I say, because it's an elephant in the room, there's a lot of mystery surrounding it, and they don't, they don't really talk about it. Perhaps because of that, you know, she doesn't quite realise how much he cared for her. But when this is revealed, you know, he, he's really in bits, isn't he? And he's contemplating yeah. going to Switzerland and it, all these memories are coming back and perhaps she realises, you know, wow, he you know, he really did love yeah, this Yeah, because girl. if you're Charlotte Rampant, you'll probably be thinking to yourself, all right, the news has been delivered, you'd think that um, Tom... Courtney. Courtney. What's the character Jeff. name? Jeff. Jeff, that was it. I can't remember her name, though. It's really annoying me. You'd think that if you were Jeff, you'd get the news and it'd be a bit of a blow and you'd say, oh, what a shame. But then... That's it. If that's what she'd be thinking, wouldn't you? Because, yeah, yeah. I mean, come on, it's nearly fifty years ago. Yeah, yeah. So, Kate, you wouldn't actually Kate. then con- what? Sorry. What he did? <laughs> what he did? And he was actually quite scheming, really, wasn't he? Because he was going behind the back. Yeah. He was going up, taking himself off to the loft. The loft. He was taking himself into the town centre, and it was very much implied that before he'd been dealt with news. He was a bit of a recluse, and he was just moping about the house, not actually doing anything. Obviously, he'd had a health set, setback, but he wasn't actually doing... You know, he wouldn't even take the dog out for a walk and all this sort of thing. Yeah. yeah all of a sudden, he gets dealt this bit of news, and he's trying to... Right, I'm going to fix the toilet, I'm going to... He's getting yeah, up early. I'm gonna, yeah. yeah, I'm going to get up early. I'm gonna, he's taking up smoking again and all these sort to of... To distract himself. Yeah, right? all these decisions and characteristics that are out of character. Yeah. And she starts smoking again behind his back. So they're both... Um, I don't know, we were both smoking together, but in some scenes. Oh, in some scenes, yeah. I think there's only one or two. Yeah. Um, so it's just obviously demonstrating that they're both under this massive stress. And I just... I just I'm just, trying to think of a way to like word it, but... But I think it came... I think it came as a, as a big surprise to him as well as how much he really cared yeah. about it. Mm. Yeah. I don't think he was expecting to, to, to want to follow... Uh, to want to follow up on it as much as he did, mm-hmm. and and for it to bother him as much as it did, yeah, yeah, because he obviously still still loves her, but you know after all that time, he'd probably if he can't he can't throw away anything like all the stuff he's kept, yeah, it's all still up there in the loft, and that was a, that was awesome that bit. I was so tense when she went up. Oh in that yeah, 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 yeah. The way that was shot, <sighs> yeah. I mean, I know we'll get onto favorite scenes later, but my god, mm. oh yeah, it was incredible. That was so tense. Because of the, like I said, just the way it was done, the fate of black. Yeah. Every click, I was like, what's going to be next? What yeah. is going to be next? And her her, fa- her performance oh, in it. Outstanding. Oh, yeah. I, mean, she's, I, I think she's a fantastic all, I think actress. Both anyway. of them were incredible. Both Tom Courtney yeah. was great. Absolutely incredible. Really yeah. stunning performances, I, I felt. But that, um, yeah, that scene was, it just made me feel so uneasy. And, and I loved, like I say, the way they shot it because although you could see part of the projector screen, it was sort of blurred. So you couldn't quite see the full reveal. Like obviously, you saw it was an outline of a girl, and you knew it was yeah, her. Yeah, it was focused on. Yeah, and then it slowly became more into focus, and then mm. it was clear. And and her face to that react, her reaction to it, it was just amazing. It really was. Yeah, I mean, it, it doesn't really, it doesn't even matter what was on the pictures. No, it didn't even need to show you in more focus as it did. I'm, I'm glad it did because it was just it did look, looked amazing, but mm. it didn't really need to. The point was that the the photos existed and were up there. Because of how of the convers which was made so relevant because of the conversation they had earlier about mm. how they didn't have any photographs, yeah. well, exactly didn't have many because she she that point was made quite clear because she was she wanted photographs around and she, and he was like oh well what would you what would the photographs be of and then she finds this cassette mm. and it's got hundreds of them all of this girl yeah I mean it, her head must be spinning like crazy at this point because yeah it's quite clear that he'll have 
for the last 45 years, he's sort of done things in a different way because of what what, what happened before he met her. Mm. And that's shaped, that's shaped his whole relationship with yeah. her. And she doesn't realise. Yeah. And maybe even to an extent, I bet he probably... Yeah, like you said before, Richie, about he probably realises even more now when he gets dealt the news that Christ, I'm still in love with this woman. Yeah, yeah. I I just loved the dialogue. You know, when the two of them were just sat in the kitchen or anywhere, it was just they were so good together. That like, yeah. the chemistry, we actually, it yeah. actually felt like you were felt, just watching. Yeah, a real it was so. Yeah. Cool. That's so, why it was so. It was so great to watch them together in anything amazing. that they did. It was just so natural. And it just felt like a real situation. It didn't feel like acting, did it? No, it didn't. When, it, I mean, when they when they were happy together, you felt happy w- with yeah, them. Yeah, especially and, yeah. But, and when they were sad, yeah. you felt sad just, with them. Just in any scene, like even in, when whether they'd be in the kitchen or in the cafe, it felt like you were eavesdropping in just yeah. into their conversation. Yeah. And you think I shouldn't be listening to this, really. Yeah, it was that. It was that. Yeah, yeah. You, you felt I shouldn't be watching this. It was very private, and you just. But it was so satisfying. When it was just them just talking in the kitchen and just watching their relationship, not, I mean, forgetting about all the drama that, uh, it's kind of, uh, about the film, just watching them as a relationship was so satisfying. Mm. Yeah, just watching them have everyday conversations. Which is so weird, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it is, because, you know, they didn't really need to put some of those scenes in. They didn't add a lot to the story, but it all, it all just, like I say, it was just nice to watch them be together and just have this, what you know? What all couples have? Yeah. You know what we're going to do today? I'm going to go to the shop. You know, stuff like that. It all. It all. They were just so comfortable that it just it made it made. I feel like it made me feel comfortable. Yeah, yeah. Mm, which is perfect. Because... And that's not just because of the new seats in the island cinema. <laughs> <laughs> have you noticed those? I think actually they've got new seats. I can tell. Well, the ones we sat in. Oh yeah. Have they? Oh yeah, definitely more comfortable. To mm. fair, I mean, it's always comfortable at the island, but. It, no, it isn't. <laughs> I feel like it is. Pretty... Anyway, <laughs> we're getting off topic. Um, oh, sorry, I was about to say something then. Before I sorry, I was sorry. <laughs> so, I think you were, say, you were saying about um, how comfortable it made you feel just yeah. watching them. Yeah. But then I, I was going to say, when as we get further into it and more and more gets unravelled, it makes you feel uncomfortable. Very uncomfortable. Oh, yeah, yeah, because yeah. of how comfortable they are together. I know it's worded, worded really badly, but you know what I'm trying to say. Yeah. yeah. And contrary to how that felt in the beginning when they were together. At the end, mm. on the Saturday, even when they first wake up uh, and he's being like kind of extra nice to her, that made me feel uncomfortable because it's so fake. Yeah. Exactly. And yeah. she and she knew it. Yeah. It's and so she... it's so natural at the beginning. Mm. And and he's he's putting it on at the end and th- that really made me made me on edge. Mm. And and when they're dancing at the end as well. That's yeah, that awesome. That, that was amazing. It was. I mean, just looking at her face and the way he's acting, uh, it it works on so many levels. But it's just, uh, it's just kind of uh, what's the word? Just distressing. Yeah. It is, it is. And I lo- I love that scene because, you know, as a viewer, it's only you and the two of them that know what's happened. Like everyone else in the room is laughing and cheering. Yeah, but none you, the wiser. None the wiser. But you know, mm. you, you know what's really going on here, and um, and obviously they're putting on. This act, they're trying to be as happy as they can be and as natural as they can be in front of their friends. But deep down, it's it's got to be so hard. And it was nice to be able to. It was nice to know that, but not have anyone else in the room know that. You sort of felt like you were in on it in a way, didn't you? Yeah. And it's just, and it's like it's not even about it's not even about what's happened anymore. It's just about the fact that they've 
grown come, come so far apart in one week, and it's 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 like they just don't even get each other anymore. Yeah, mm. after forty five years. Yeah, yeah. I tell you, I tell you, I didn't really like. I didn't really like. Um, you know the the other woman, the blonde woman who was like her friend. Mm. I wasn't massively keen on her. I just can't come from a finger on what it was. I just felt maybe it's just she wasn't a great actress. I don't know. I just didn't really take to her character a lot. I don't think I really had a problem. With um, no, I didn't. I don't I know, know what it was. She, she wasn't. She wasn't the main thing, was it? Was no, she? So... She wasn't really in it that much. It was no, not not a massive, massive old friend, issue. Old friend, isn't it? Yeah. yeah, I don't know. Whenever she was in like a scene, like the, in the car when they were together, I just didn't really like that. I did like a line that she said when she said about, "Oh, if a man cry, then it means." Oh, yeah, that was brought about up a few the, times. Yeah, it? about men crying and then. Because we don't realise how important it is, and oh, lo and behold, he Jeff mm. cries when he delivers a speech. Yeah, and then you can tell that because Charlotte Rambert, you, could, you can tell that she's thinking, "Oh God, right, he's crying now, so it means, you know, what is he doing? Is he just putting this on, or is it just all yeah. falling yeah. apart? And is it hitting what he's done, or yeah?" And, and I was thinking the same thing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. I thought I thought that speech was, you know, acted so well and written so well. It yeah. was, it, again, it's so realistic. Again, it's just so realistic. Mm. You know, it, it, you know, just sort of rambling on and 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 the way he did it. You know, with his sort of a bit, a bit of a stutter, and it was just so natural. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very, not, very good acting. Yeah, it's not just charming uh, character on a film is delivering charming, funny, witty speech. Mm. It was proper. It was proper. The kind of jokes you'd expect in a in a real speech. Yeah, and the kind of attitude you'd expect I thought he was brilliant I loved everything he did while he was talking you know his facial expressions the way he was concentrating on everything he said uh, worked uh, spectacularly it did it did and um, he was just so old school wasn't he like compared to her she was a bit more um, not uptight but a bit you know he was swearing a lot and she never swore yeah Um, and then he, he he seemed to become a bit more Relaxed as the film went on, I guess. Um, like in the car, in sense. Um, a, a lot of the stuff he said, he just op- he just seemed. To you think op- you think he 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 got more? He just seemed to open up a bit more to her. Yeah, and he yeah, that was when he was drunk. Really, wasn't it? Wasn't, yeah, I was, was, was going to I was, was, was going to say actually. Yeah, and that, it was all sort of coming out. Yeah, yeah. after after he had yeah. a few scoops. That was the main reason. <laughs> um, but yeah, that was just my point, really. Okay. Um, I think the best the best thing for me I just loved how natural it was. I can't remember a film that's had such a natural feel. Just felt like I was watching a real relationship and that's all credit to the actors involved. And also the direction it was I loved just the shots of, you know, the country. They made yeah, they 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 made great use of the location. Yeah. It, everything mm. looked amazing. Uh, I thought it was great direction. I thought it was great writing, I thought it was great acting as you just said. Mm. Um yeah, I thoroughly enjoyed how this film was made. Yeah, because yeah, the shots were just yeah. The best way to describe them is just normal. There was no, there was no special effects no. taking place. It was just no. it wasn't trying to rural countryside England in mm. winter. But there were some great angles. Um, yeah, oh yeah, and and, and... some cracking wides, weren't there? Oh, oh yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And 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 like how the film is focused more on um, Kate than it is on Jeff. The camera angles were as well at yeah. times. Mm. Yeah, and it just looked great. It did. It looked fantastic. I think what I said at the start about it feeling like half a film, I do sort of take that back now. But 
I think it was because I thought we'd go full circle and it it would have been revealed what actually happened to the girl. Mm. But... I think you're in, supposed in, to in, have... Yeah, but in... Yeah, I don't know. I mean, to me, I think that's a job well done. Yeah. Because if, I, if I've been thinking something and they've taken me down another road, I love that and that's what I want to happen. Mm-hmm. And the fact that, that it hadn't happened is great. Yeah. And... But you've got that feeling of, of, of incompleteness. Yeah. Which is, is what they're feeling as well. Yeah. And even at the very end, you're still really on edge. Which I think is what you were feeling. But yeah, but... Yeah, and what we've all been saying about just being and feeling normal, it just makes sense for for that to happen because in a in a normal relationship, in six days, you wouldn't actually get to the bottom of it, would you? No, After that's 45 true. Years, you would. He wouldn't then say, "Oh, yeah, I pushed her off the thing or whatever." It would literally be like that. She'd every day she'd make a discovery and she'd try and prize information out of Jeff and he'd just he'd be straight batting everything off yeah and yeah I actually think now it it was fucking clever (laughs) film yeah and there was one scene where because obviously throughout not that I didn't think that anyway when I left the cinema yeah um, I just thought yeah the fact that it got me thinking thinking something all the way through Mm. for that to not happen yeah is actually yeah. Even better in in a way. I think that's one of the biggest credits of this film is it it could have done mm. it in so many different ways. Like it could have used the flashbacks and all the rest of it, but it didn't. It just went down the most straight, clean, natural route. And that was definitely the best route to go down, I think, because it just like I said, if it if it had gone down those routes of flashbacking to mm. him with his girlfriend or other things like that, I don't think it would have felt as um natural. Yeah, natural and perhaps I wouldn't have been as engaged as I was. I mean, I'm sure I still would have been, but I definitely think the way they did it was the best way they could have done it. Yeah. Uh, just just learning with her, learning everything she learns... Exactly. ...is just more interesting... Just, yeah, in real time. ...in this, in this context than uh, having all the information just given to you. Yeah. Very much so, yeah. And there was one scene which I really enjoyed, where because obviously throughout the film, she's trying to sort of hold back her, her true thoughts, and she's, you know going along with it a bit because she knows that he cares a lot for this girl and she doesn't want to sort of come down too hard on him. But, you know, when she, he's he's gone into the town and then she goes in and sort of discovers that he's inquired about Switzerland and the rest of it. And then when he comes back in the evening, she sort of, you know, first time we really see her sort of get a bit angry and confront him head on. I thought that was pretty strong because if she'd done that a lot, it wouldn't have felt as powerful. But because she'd hold, held that back for most of the film... But then for that 30 seconds, she sort of let it out a bit. Yeah. I thought that was excellent. I really did. Yeah, and that was a good shot as well. They did, there's a couple of those where the camera would be on Charlotte Rampling and then Jeff would be in the background. You could just hear him, but you can't <laughs> see him. So yeah. it would literally be as if if you were standing in the kitchen, you'd actually see that. You wouldn't see both of them because if you're in another room behind the wall or something. Yeah. And I love those, I love those shots. Oh, when he was reading that book, yeah. Because you have it, you had it in the Revenant. I know those two different, completely different films. <laughs> yeah. But you know, you know the shots of yeah. uh, be looking at Tom Hardy, but when you'd hear someone else talking yeah. yeah. background, that perfect because again, just fits in. And they did it in normal um, feeling. They did it to great effect in Joy. You know, when you just you were looking at yeah, Joy. yeah, we talked yeah. about it there. It you just were... it just makes for it just gives you better reactions mm. from the other characters because you're just watching them constantly, and because someone else is speaking. 
I think you're more, you're, you've got more attention on what they're doing mm. the other person that's not speaking. Yeah. The, the, the speech scene, I was listening to him, but I was watching her. Because... Yes, I was doing that quite a lot. I was watching both, I was flicking my eyes between both of them, actually. Mm. So I wanted to get both. Yeah. But she was, um, I just wanted to see how she was react, reacting to all of this. Yeah. Just a very clever film. Really well done. I love, um, I really, I really loved how in the end, when he does his speech and he finishes that, he says a lot of nice things and it's kind of, it, it does, it is kind of romantic what he says. And she kind of gives him this smile and it's almost hinting that maybe they're going to be okay. And then you get her face at the end oh, when yeah. they're dancing. And the, she, the real tragedy is, is kind of there, that this is just never going to go away. Yeah, mm. but you, you, even when they're dancing and they have the, last, the, the first dance again, she literally throws his arm at yeah. one point. So at the end. She's just about holding herself together, and she literally chucks his arm off, yeah. off her. Yeah, that was a really... And it's like, oh my God, yeah. Yeah. You just realise that Christ, because, this yeah. isn't something you can just brush under the carpet. No. It's all, and especially now, it was something that was... They both knew about, but were too scared to bring it up. But now, it's always going to be in the room. Yeah, yeah. I, I thought I've got to say I thought the ending was really fantastic. Yeah, because you had this dance, and yeah, like you say, Richie, you know the way she looked at him during the speech, she started to think, okay, maybe she's starting to sort of accept what's happened, and and maybe it's going to be okay. But yeah. but that last shot, it was literally she pulled her arm down, and it was just a close up. She was welling up, mm. and she just couldn't take it, and. And then it ended, and you just left thinking. But it's perfectly done, though, in the way that, in the same way that on the Saturday morning, Jeff was being overly nice to her, and that was clearly mm. fake. She was giving all these little smiles to him at, in the evening, and that's just yeah. exactly what he was doing. She she was just faking it as well. Yeah. And after forty five years of loving each other, now they're just going through the motions of not loving each other as much now. Yeah. And they're both. Got this absolute monkey, but we can't get off the back. Yeah, and she and it's just. Oh, I just want to see. I just want to see more. I, <laughs> yeah, it just leaves you. I want to see the next week. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I want to see forty six years. <laughs> <laughs> and she was really struggling, like in that party. You know, there was that little shot when she went off to the bathroom and had a little moment, and it was all building up inside, wasn't it? And then just, just the end. I loved. I loved how they did that. Yeah, I mean, you just, you just see in her face, and you, it just brings up this realization of. Well, now what? Yeah. Which is an amazing thought yeah. to have at the end of a film. Yeah. Uh, it's kind of reminiscent of uh, The Graduate. I don't know if you've seen. No. Okay, well, it's kind of similar to that, the ending of that film. I won't say it now, but anyway. Um, it's just a, it's just a great way to end it. Yeah, fantastic. Okay, um, is there anything anyone wants to add? What do we think about, you know, when... She, um, was it the character that Jack didn't like kept bringing up about or you should try and do things, more things that you used to like in the past. And she did that. She oh, was playing the piano. I loved that. And it was um, great. what did he? What did he do? Oh, he, he was just trying to. He was just all over the place when he. Was, oh no, he he was going to meet up with all his pals, wasn't he? Yeah. Um, oh yeah. Jeff was going to meet with all his mates from his old work. That's another thing we haven't mentioned about. You know the like the bits of comedy, the funny lines that he delivered were very few and far between, but we were quite. They were funny. What, when, he was, were funny yeah. when he was slagging everyone off. Yeah. Talking about um, George's ukulele. That yeah, but yeah. Ukulele. yeah. That was funny. That was funny. He, when he ended up, George ended up playing it, that was, that was funny. Mm. But no, I, did, I liked the shot of um, the piano shot because oh, I yeah. thought. That was great. Yeah. 
That was just really sort of symbolic, wasn't it? Oh yeah, yeah. The, the, I mean, the tune she played was definitely. But in in a similar way to to what Jeff was feeling at the start, but no, she she because she was originally reading from a sheet, wasn't she? And then she mm. just took finger away, but then she just played. And it's all it was all still there. Yeah. And it's like with Jeff with the girl, it's all still there. Mm. It just takes something to to bring it all back. Yeah. Mm. Mm. But, that that piano scene, I did really love that. Mm. It was um, really beautiful, actually. That she played it really nicely, and it was just a great, great. And the very slow zoom in. Yeah, the slow zoom. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Right. Um, are we ready to move on to favorite scenes? Yeah. Okay. All right, uh, Jack. Do you want to go first? Oh, I've got a few here. I was, I was, I was. John Woody. No, I think I can go. I was, I was thinking in the car about, about this. Um, one I'd like to mention is I love the scene with, with the two of them dancing in the living room. Because that's the only real time in the film where they're both, you know, happy again. Yeah, um, it's one of the one of the comfortable. Yeah, so that, that is a great yeah, example yeah. of of them being really comfortable together and their chemistry together. I was, it was just brilliant. I was just sat there smiling and, and like I, said, I was just really happy that, you know, they were happy. Yeah. Um, so I loved that, and that was the only really time in the film where you saw them both that happy. Um, but I think I might give it to that piano scene. You know, I really thought that was great. It yeah. was just, like I said, symbolic. Great word, great word to use. It it really was. And like I said, she just played it so, so beautifully. And and again, although there was no words, you were just transfixed. And I thought it was a fantastic little... Um, and the camera zooming in slowly. Yeah, just a great, it was great. a great moment. So yeah. probably for me, that's okay. mine. Fair enough. Woody? Um, for me, it's got to be one that I mentioned before when she goes up to the loft oh, and yeah. discovers, discovers the pictures because... I mean, you're already sort of tense because when she's when Charlotte Rampling's pulling the uh, the ladders down, dog's barking, and he's he you just think right, he knows something's dangerous around the corner, sort yeah. of thing. Yeah. And then when she when she goes up and oh, the shot of her in focus, and then the cloth for pictures, and every time she clicks a button, it goes to black, and you're just thinking. I was at this point, I was like what is going to be the next picture. Yeah, yeah. And you just don't know what it's going to be. Yeah. And it was building it up and building it up. And then she discovers a, fi- a picture where the girl has a, a hand in shot. And, did you actually see the ring? You know, I was in two minds about what that picture was. Uh, I, I was thinking. I, I was thinking, yeah, it's it's her with the, with the ring on I, her finger. I also thought she was like... I was thinking she was... A- a bump, pregnant. A bump. Yeah. I thought she was pregnant, but I couldn't. It didn't. It didn't bring it up, did it? Exactly. I think that's what it was. I think she was pregnant. Pregnant. Yeah. I think that's what it was. But, showing. Yeah, you, you, it you was hard to tell yeah, because it was out it. of focus anyway. And yeah. this is what I mean. How clever is that? Yeah. Because you know that's two different views that we all got. Mm. It could. Be, it could answer. be several different things. It could yeah. just be a hand with the ring that he said that she had. The wooden yeah. one. Yeah. 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 Or it could be a proper ring. Yeah. But I don't think it is that. Um. Or it could be a. Pregnancy, which is what it was, what it looked like to me. That's why I thought. No, you it see, was. when I, 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 I didn't think that first. Right, you thought it was the ring. I just, because I, I was just thinking, I was just looking at the finger and trying to see if I could see a ring. And then, yeah, I didn't even make that. What's it? Which is just blow my mind even more. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, but no, I've got. It's got to be that scene because it was just. It was great. It was unbelievable the way we did it. That shot is just. And the, and the and the start, the very start, you know, the credits, and um, and they use the sound of the the projector every time a new thing. Yeah. Came. Oh yeah, yeah, great. Yeah. Uh, I loved that. I was I was mm. wondering how that was going to come into the play yeah. into the film. 
Yeah, exactly. And stunning. Yeah. Brilliant. It's got to be out for me. Yeah, uh, I'm, I'm going for the same one, Woody. Uh, it was just harrowing. Yeah. Just her face as well. Yeah, exactly. Uh, it was... Because every time it clicked, it went to complete darkness. Yeah, and it went on for so long. It yeah. was almost unbearable. It, it was amazing. Yeah, but you, you were you were literally feeling like, I just want this to end. Like, <laughs> I, I don't want it to... Because like you were saying, Richie, about... I don't want her to actually find out, you know, some yeah. things are just better kept. I want them to be happy together. Yeah, exactly, yeah, <laughs> because just, we like them. So yeah. The situation was already pretty bad, and I just didn't want it to get any worse. And then after that, she had to take that phone call, didn't she, about the, the songs and... Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's too much for her. Yeah, so uh, I'm I'm gonna go for for that as well. Great scene. Right, we ready for ratings? Uh, I think so. Yeah. All right. I guess I have. I thought it was a fantastic film. Very well done indeed. Acting some of the best I've seen in a long time. Actually, from the two leads, really strong. So I think I'm gonna have to give this. I'm choosing between eight point five and a nine. I'm going to give it a 9. I am going to give it a 9 because, like I say, I, I was transfixed. Every scene had me. I was hooked. And and I thought they ended it very strongly. You know, I just wanted to know what was going to happen. I wanted to see the next week, like you said, Henry. And I think if a film makes you want to watch more when it ends, it's, it's got to be a pretty good film. So, um, yeah, 9 for me. All right. Woody? It's getting a full marks for me. Yeah. Full marks. Um, yeah, initially, yeah, I... I, I did say that, you know, I thought it was half a film, and I, I, don't, I don't know, I don't think I fully appreciated it. You've done a bit of a 180. Cinema, yeah, I have. I have. I've retracted my, my thoughts, but um, it's, it's, it's got to be full house, because it's just so clever, and just a really beautiful little film. Something I'd, I'm definitely seeing again, because I'd love to watch it again. Yeah. And just to sort of pick up on little things, and the ending. And yeah. You want more from it. It's always a good sign from a film. And the fact that I was sort of thinking throughout the majority of it, I think this is going to happen. And it didn't. And it just, the whole thing just felt like you said, felt so normal. It's just, yeah, it's just a perfect little film. And I've, it's got to be full marks. Can I, just thinking now, I've got to change my mind. <laughs> <laughs> because you're right, I, I can't, I can't, yeah, I wasn't massively keen on that character I mentioned, but that's not enough to drop, dock a point. So. <laughs> I'm gonna to have to get, give my give it a ten as well. I can't fault it really. I can't. I'd, I'd love to watch it again in the near future. I think it's one of them where perhaps um, you might pick up little things that you perhaps missed. So yeah, it's gonna to have to be full house. Okay, yeah, it's ten out of ten for me as well. This might not be the type of film that you you would watch over and over and over again. I know you just said you wanted to watch it again, Woody, but I mean that's not the same as like um, I'm trying to think of an example, but you American know, Psycho, cause say Ameri- yeah, okay, American Psycho, or just any film. That is so great that and mm. fun to watch that you watch it over and over. Mm. This is this is just it's one that stays with you, and one that you you would you would watch, but you don't really need to watch it every year. No, you know? no, no. But I'm gonna. I'm, this film's gonna be in my head for a while now. Yeah, and I'm I'm just gonna be thinking about it all the time now. Because <laughs> yeah. Ah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I completely agree. Fil- films that stay with you for a good few days after it. Stay with um, me for fucking 45 years. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, good point, yeah. Um, so yeah, I, I, I loved it and uh, it's got to be uh, 10 ukuleles out of 10 for me. <laughs> <laughs> uh. <laughs> okay. Alright, let's get into uh, a bit of news. Uh, this week, there's been a trailer for 
uh, a new BBC drama called Taboo, which stars Tom Hardy. I think it looks pretty good. I think it does look good. Yeah, it's interesting. I'm very interested to watch it. Yeah, uh, I'm not. I'm not. uh, I don't watch as many uh, BBC dramas as as you. you you do. Uh, Woody and Joe. Really into one. Yeah, I'm not really. I I, I don't watch that many of them, but. I don't know, Tom Hardy and well, Ridley Scott as well. Right now, I'll be watching this. I think, uh, mm-hmm. thinking I'm, I'm going to have to get onto that. Yeah, because that looks pretty we, bloody good. We we don't know. Uh, there's no release date yet. Okay, we just know it's sometime this year. Um, I'll read out the little. It's a very short thing on IMDb. It Info. says, yeah. "Adventurer James Keziah Delaney builds his own shipping empire in the early 1800s." It's obviously very vague. Very vague. And we don't know. Is it complete fiction or? Yeah, 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 it's because it's yeah. from Hardy and Ridley Scott made it together. Yeah, oh right, okay, it is fiction. Yeah, but because I, I I follow uh, Scroobius Pip on Instagram. I'm not trying to. Who? He does a podcast. He's like oh. one of the top ones. I'm not trying to um, promote another round podcast. <laughs> yeah, don't go to him. No, one but he, 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 he's, yeah, he's he's part of it. He actually acts in it as well. And he put a post on okay. today saying how excited he is, and it's because it's it's not being made for BBC. Solely, Fox have been yeah. involved as well. Yeah. So it's being shown in Fo- on Fox. Oh as well. right, that's being shown. That's interesting. It's being shown in America that's how as well. Scott got involved or something. I don't yeah. know. But yeah, so it's, you know, be, being shown in the US as well. Because I mean, like like you said, uh, Rich, you know, me and Joe watch quite a lot of BBC mm. stuff. You see that trailer, and if it hadn't have had BBC on these underneath it, you would have, you'd have gone crash. That's a bit dark, isn't it? You know, that's not BBC sort of no right output really. And it looks like it's got had a pretty big budget and a lot of uh... a lot of BBC a lot of BBC things have had big budgets mm. this at the moment. Mm. I've seen quite a few things advertising things that look that have got massive budgets. Mm. War and Peace. Yeah, it's getting slated though, isn't it? Mm. You watched I've not seen it, but it was about twenty minutes, and I don't like shit like that anyway. Period, period dramas. Yeah, oh, crap, isn't it? Um, and that kind of what this is though. Slated. Yeah, it's got Tamari in it, but no, it's, <laughs> no, it's not. No, you can't compare that. No, no, no. I'm talking just, about Downton Abbey. Yeah, and that sort of stuff. yeah, I'm just trying to break, trying to prejudice break your balls. zombies. <laughs> yeah, period drama. B and B. Yeah. No, it, it looks fantastic. It really, really does. And um, I'm interested to find out more about it anyway. No, I mean, but yeah, I'm not. You, I don't usually go for things that are set around that time. And also, it's the first thing I'll have seen Tom Hardy in that's not a film, like it's a, a series. Mm. Yeah, uh, that's interesting, isn't it? You don't see it's, mm. it's not very common, is it? For, you see film actors. Yeah. Good. I mean, it's becoming more common, and not just any actor. Like this somebody, is a top. There's, um, do you know the bloke? There's quite a few. There's another few recognisable faces. The bloke mm. who was the American with the is in House of Cards. He was Kevin Spacey's rap man in House of Cards. Oh, right. Bull guy. And then the, another bloke who had white hair. who was English. Yeah, he I was in that. Salvation. Yes, he was. Yeah, uh, he was the famous British town. actor. He was. The guy, the guy that got buried in his own coffin. Yeah, oh, yeah. he was in the salvation. Yeah. He was in the interesting, movie. interesting. Yeah. So it's a pretty good cast. Yeah, it is becoming more common now, though, isn't it, for film actors to do some TV, TV yeah. like, like slowly, because TV is becoming yeah, but film yeah. basically. It's used becoming to, that yeah. popular. But it's big, big, big film actors mm. as well. Cause yeah, in the past, it's been sort of actors coming to end of a tether. Yeah, but decide to take some minor it, role or something. But, yeah, who's who's in a lot of big films at the moment? You know, he's at the peak of his powers. He's in everything. Mm-hmm. And he's doing this as well. Next Bond, Tom Hardy? Well, I wouldn't mind seeing that. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, I don't know, maybe. I can see, I, uh, yeah. I think, see he works, I think he works better as a, a ruffian 
Definitely. Kind of thing. He's a villain. But, yeah, he, he does. <laughs> he, well, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, Beres is a dark, <laughs> slimy yeah. villain. Really. Yeah, but I mean, I, I don't see why he, he wouldn't be able to do no, it. No, no. I think he'd be a great Bond. Oh, yeah, I do. Yeah. And, he, and, he, and he'd do what we want it to do and take it into perhaps a new... Well, we, mm. you, maybe, we don't know. Uh, anyway. Yeah, anyway. <laughs> back, to, back to Taboo, yeah. <laughs> yeah, uh... Not much more to say about it. It looks, looks very good. Mm-hmm. Looking forward like, to that. We, we haven't spoke about the, you know, bit surprising to see Ridley Scott. Yeah, that's weird. Yeah, but massive, again, massive, again. For, massive coup for for BBC, I'd say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, The Martian was great, you know. In the... <laughs> oh God, yeah. There's um, always blips on careers. Yeah. No, but, <laughs> but no, yeah. Surprising to see his name pop up. So yeah, I'll be definitely watching this when it comes out. All right. Mm. One more thing. Uh, in terms of the old news, um, is uh, Colonia, which is a recent trailer. It's not this week, actually, that this has come out, but uh, still quite recent. Um, starring Emma Watson. Looks pretty good as well. Looks mm. pretty good as well, uh, yeah. I, I, yeah, I think it looks great, actually. Um, really creepy and, and yeah. sadistic. Uh, mm. Yeah, it looks like some, some some of this film will be, like, yeah, disturbing, a bit hard to watch some of it. Yeah. It looks like it'll be uh, pretty... Pretty hard hitting, maybe. Dark, mm. very dark. Yeah, but I, I think it looks awesome. Yeah, I really like look of it. Yeah, I do. Very I think I, I, I do like Emma Watson. I think she's yeah, she's I do. A very good actress. Yeah. Also got is it Daniel Brühl? Yeah, Dan from uh, from uh, Brühl. Burnt. He was in, wasn't he? Inglourious yeah, Bastards. and Inglourious Bastards. Oh, is he it's because oh, I, I saw Burnt before. He's good. I saw, and then I never made the connection. He's good. Yeah. I like him. He is good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Emma Watson. Um, Taken a year out. He's in this. She's not acting. She's writing a feminism book, isn't she? So she's some. Yeah. Shame. She's she's focusing on her feminism work, so she won't be acting for a year. This might be the last. Might be the last one then. For no, no, no. Because uh, we'll, we'll still be seeing her in films next year. It'll be the year after where that yeah, will, yeah. she'll disappear because she's she's got Beauty and the Beast coming as well. Yeah, I right. thought she'd been in the Disney one. So she's yeah. taking a year out. Okay. Um, okay. Just some more information. It's set against the backdrop of the Chilean military coup and the real Colonia. So Colonia was real. Yeah. Colonia dig- Dignidad. <laughs> it's amazing, isn't it? I know. Well, it's, it's, so it's, it's set in Chile. So it's a it's a, a court in so, so, south of Chile led by German Paul Schaefer. Right, so it's, yeah, it's all true. So it's, it's amazing, these these cults that just completely brainwash people. Yeah, yeah, it's insane. And how they actually yeah. believe all this stuff. and how Yeah, it's so a, Paul Schaefer is a founder and leader of a sect of... German immigrants called Colonia Dignidad. Yeah. Sexual abuses against minors were performed. Jesus. Torture, detention, just a, a whole lot of carnage by the sounds of it. Right. Yeah. Wow, so that sounds very brilliant film. Interesting, intriguing film. Do you know when it's out, is it? Is yeah, it's yeah, it's already been released in Germany. It's been released in Germany. Don't know when it's gonna get released. Don't know, yeah. Can't can't see when it's gonna be. But that looks brilliant. Now if no, no. Yeah, we'll look out for that well. one. That looks fantastic. Maybe suggest that for. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that. But, mm. um, I guess we'll uh, we'll move on to anything we've watched this week. Jack, have you got anything? Uh, I've not seen any films this week, but I did watch se- se- series. I was going to say season then. Series one of um, the trip. Oh, cool! Because oh, we oh, yeah. um, we discussed this last week, Joe. Was Joe here for that one? No. Because no. um, are you a fan of the trip? I am a fan of the trip. This is uh, Steve, yeah, Steve Coogan, Coogan and Rob Ryden. Well, yeah. Rob Ryden. We spoke about it last week. A third season has been announced. Yeah, um, great. And they're going to go around Spain. It's going to be on Sky Atlantic this time instead of BBC. So um, 
yeah, Henry and Richie were speaking about it very positively, and it sounds like something I would have liked. So I went away, and you said it was on Netflix, and it was. Had a look. Was it? Um, yeah, and I've watched series one this week, and I've I really, I really loved it. And yeah. done it all. It's not, it's not been episode. It's only six. It is, yeah, six. Half an hour. Like it's such a weird. Like, you wouldn't expect. It's so funny. So good. You wouldn't expect to like it so much, would you? But yeah. it's so, so weird. And it's... when they just break out into the little <laughs> their voices, that's the yeah, best part. Yeah, best Fantastic. Bit, yeah. And they're competing, and Steve always wants to be better than Rob <laughs> and, yeah. in everything. And I love how frustrated Steve gets with uh, Rob Brighton. Rob Brighton when he's doing like his, his man in man in a what is it? <laughs> man in the man box. In the box. <laughs> and he's trying, he's trying to do it in the front of the mirror because <laughs> he's annoyed that he can't do it. Yeah. No, it, it's, it's great. I love. I really did enjoy it, and it's just so different. And, yeah. um, you understand that we're playing like versions yeah. of themselves. Yeah. That's and that, what makes it even funny. Yeah, me. that's what's great because what we both love about them is amplified. Yeah. And and that's what makes the show and it's just it's a brilliant idea. Yeah. And I'll be uh, watching okay, and Bryden's always like criticizing Steve Coogan on his Alan Partridge and stuff. <laughs> yeah, like. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and um so next week I'll be watching the Italy series already for season three when that comes out. And I'm looking out for an, an episode in series two. I said this last week. Oh um, yeah, for where you've been. I've been to one of the restaurants. I think anyway, might be wrong. But um, yeah, so I love that. But apart from that, um, it was first season was first series was Lake District, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, the North. Yeah, it was 2010. In it, Whitewell. I've been there. I know. I've I, been there. I, watched, I watched it when it came out in 2010. Yeah, uh, my cousin had a wedding there last year in it, Whitewell. Yeah. Um, what was the second one? Rome? Not Rome. And Italy. Italy. Yeah. yeah. So I'll be watching that this week. I, I, I just loved it. Yeah, loved it. Cool. But that's it. That's it. Woody? Poor, poor week for me. Oh not dear. watched the film. No, no, it's very unlike me. <laughs> um, not actually watched the film. Just the bits of TV. Happy Valley, that's on this BBC one that's on at the moment. That, like, right, yeah. Yeah. Have you, have you mentioned that already on the show? I, I, don't know. I can't remember. I, I don't know anything about Yeah, it's one of these BBC ones. Have you watched it? I've not watched it. I've seen it advertised. If you had the series on last year. So like she was quite good. Yeah. Uh, this one's uh, it's alright. It's just alright. There was people talking about that on Twitter because there was some um, people have slated out for mumbling as well. Oh, it wasn't. It wasn't mumbling. It, it apparently, was... War and Peace, and and to be fair, I, I have noticed it on Happy Valley because it's set in it's set in Yorkshire, basically, like right. somewhere in Yorkshire, and it is quite at times you got to turn the TV up because mm-hmm. yeah, all these mumbling problems. I know it's War, not good, is it? War and Peace have had the same problems. People have been complaining. Yeah, well, it wasn't mumbling. There was like a big a goof or something because there was a woman. Oh Christ! Yeah, yeah. So the last, ep- the latest episode that just happened meant to be dead on Monday. <laughs> she, yeah, she's dead, lying on the table. Right. And she blinks, <laughs> and you can see it. It's not even like a little blink. It's and like when I was watching it live, I saw it, and then yeah, a couple of days ago, I saw it on BBC website. They even put it on their own website. Yeah, like, that's oh, amazing. Blinky, you'll miss it. So sort of she literally was, and then the scene started up. <laughs> Yeah. That's the I was watching that I had to rewind and thought is she just is she, <laughs> she did yeah uh, oh my god well, no, no, it's, it's the second series from one that we had last year the first one was really good this one is okay it's a bit slow I don't get how that, that's happened because it's not a live good show good to know that your licence fees being put to good use like that fucking oh, uh, Downton Abbey when they had their photo shoot and there was a fucking bottle oh, of water oh, in, the, yeah. in the back of the shop <laughs> the editor how's he missed that blink God knows. Shocking. Feet oh on the gosh. desk and just going, yeah, that's fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's had a lot of stick for it's mumbling. Uh, people, right. not, people not being able to pick up on mumbling. We spoke about this a bit in The Revenant, didn't we? Tom Hardy. 
Um, oh, to go back to Tom Hardy, I actually thought he spoke quite clearly in that taboo. Do you, yeah. The actual accent it seemed, itself. It seemed fine. Yeah, actually, right. I think he's actually picked up an accent. It's very clear, slow English, isn't it? Mm. Like, he's speaking quite posh. Yeah. So well, I mean, been... yeah. I mean, that's only the trailer, but yeah. Yeah. I will, I will see. I, 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 Generally, it's fine, but it's just at times. Mm, yeah. I think. Mm. Anyway, we'll yeah, back no, on about that again. You brought up Revenant. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's your fault. Sorry. No, no, no just go back to Yeah. Thing. Anyway, um, all right, go on. Oh, that's it for me, that's really. It. I've been very poor, yeah. Right. Sorry about that. No, it's all right. Uh, Joe? Very unlikely. Yeah, no, I've not seen any films this week. No, I didn't watch anything over the weekend apart from um, a BBC One, new BBC One drama called The Night Manager. Yeah, I, I was working, so I didn't see it. It's worth a watch. Right. It's well, is great. It's TV show or film? TV show. It's um, starring Tom, it Tom Hiddleston? Hiddleston and Hugh Olivia Laurie. Col- yes. Yeah. Hugh Laurie, yeah. Tom Hiddleston, Olivia Colman. Oh, oh, wait, wait. Yeah. I've seen something um, about this. Yeah, I actually want to watch it. I quite want to watch it. It's really yeah. good. Admittedly, I only want to watch it because I love Hugh Laurie, but. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, it's really good. Basically, this is what the synopsis is a night manager of a European hotel is recruited by intelligence agents to infiltrate. An international arms dealers network. Yep. It's it is really yeah. really good. So I think it's six or seven seven or eight episodes, um, and really really good lineup. Like every time the, they were coming out, and my dad, I heard it on the radio. And I watched it with my mum and dad. And my dad was like, "Oh, it's Hugh Laurie," and then Olivia Coleman came like, "Oh, Olivia Coleman." It's one of those ones that's got quite it must be know, great it actors. Well, it? Yeah, I think it is. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think what the BBC are doing at the minute is they're creating good stuff that they're trying to farm out to other countries yeah. and well they've got Matt LeBlanc on Top Gear isn't it <laughs> oh, yeah there you go yeah, probably, probably. but yeah no apart from that I've not seen Olivia Coleman yeah, and Hugh Laurie were on the Graham Norton show and they were talking about it and were they? They, they showed a trailer and um, yeah it, it looked good yeah I forgot about that yeah no it's, it's and it's quite a nice time 9 o'clock on a Sunday night not for me because I'm working alright oh, okay <laughs> <laughs> but you know just evening and yeah no yeah, yeah, and it's BBC One, so there's no advert, so it's like it's a full hour of cool. entertainment, not always, 42 always minutes. Good. Always good. Yeah, yeah, I'm gonna have to get on that. But other than that, no, nothing. I do. I have been watching other things. Okay. Uh, does rugby count? Rugby uh, watching a shitload of that. <laughs> I think. <laughs> I think. Pretty much what's been watching. I think save that for your Friday radio show, would he? <laughs> they recorded the game. Didn't they? Yeah. So yeah. don't tell me what happened. I don't know. And super rugby started. No spoilers. <sighs> Yeah. <laughs> so I don't right. really count does it sorry yeah. <laughs> <laughs> digress though <laughs> okay um, well it's poor week for me as well uh, nothing I'm fucking editing the other episodes yeah but anyway um, yeah the only the only thing I've watched is episode 2 of uh, Better Call Saul uh, series 2 season mm-hmm. 2 um, I haven't even managed to watch the second episode of uh, Mid Morning Matters so mm. I'm going to start Better Call Saul once I've got this uni work out way I'm going to get on with it yeah then. Because yeah. it's every Tuesday, isn't it? So, mm. yeah. Because last week I watched, uh, last week, last year I watched all of them every week as we came out on Tuesday night. So. Yeah. And I'm going to, uh, I'm going to, if I find the time, I'm, I'm going to write a review for every episode, I think. Oh, right. it on the website. Good, good idea. Um, going to have spoilers in them. They are going to have, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, I'm going to be discussing them. Oh, some, I can watch some each detail. one and then. Yeah, read the post straight after. Yeah, exactly, yeah. perfect. <laughs> Happy days <laughs> with my battle call soul bug. I'm drinking a brew. Have you actually got a yeah. better? Oh, that's amazing, <laughs> yeah. brilliant. Um, but yeah, no, that's it from me. Just better call soul. Um, okay, 
when I, when I get my review of it out eventually, check it out. Filmlightpodcast.com. Will, sorry, will that be in tandem with Jack's review of Dad's Army? Because I've been really. Oh, I've been waiting for that. Don't bring that up. Well, you want to bring girl you, saying I'm going to write review. You, you promised that. Show. You promised that. We're waiting. Never, the words I promised never came on my mouth. So, no, but words I'm going to write a review for Dad's Army yeah. did come out. Yeah. In terms of podcasting, that is a verbal contract. Yeah. That and now I'd like to say to the listeners, Rich, you can sorry. edit this now. Find that clip and put it back in. <laughs> yeah. Like uh, yeah. Tits. I'm going to play Jack's promise to the world now. I am going to write a review actually on the, on the website. Okay. So um, I'll go into more detail in that. But right, so everyone look forward to seeing yeah. that. Yeah, look forward to that. I remember saying it, but um, no, I'm sorry, I've got no motivation to write about it. All right, that's that then. I, I, well, I'm a, I'm a, the, the way is I write, has got any motivation to contribute to the water website, Jack? The way I Was write, I'm a I'm an, um, a passionate writer, and when something grabs my attention, I'll you know my fingers will just flow. <laughs> but why don't you? You're supposed to write about how it didn't grab your attention then. So it wasn't. It was rubbish, was it? It was rubbish. It Let's was not forget weird. that you've written. Just, just read the review, Joe. Oh yeah, well, well, you can't, can't Joe, because there is a one. <laughs> Let's not forget. That you you wrote about when when the trailer for this came out you wrote about it yes and you said uh, you thought it was going to be pretty good mm. so now you do a review on it Both contrasting that, those I'd, I'd actually like to read that I want I'm very excited I to read your review now. of Dad's Army forgot about it so I look forward to seeing that tomorrow no I, I can't promise anything Richie I'm not going to say whether I will or not here now <sighs> right I get it <laughs> you're making it right, us three will just keep this site running <laughs> you're making it in- oh sorry the only one posted <laughs> Christ, we're getting fucking aggressive well now. Well done, Henry. You <laughs> know. <laughs> oh my god. Let's end this podcast first. <laughs> oh my god. Well, I can't say whether I will. I don't think I will. Okay, moving on for the third time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Joe, the mediator. Oh, oh Jesus. Dear. Yeah, I think we'd better wrap it up before, <laughs> uh, before a fist fight. Before Jack bombs me. <laughs> Right, if you want to email us with any <laughs> questions or suggestions, please email us at filmlands.yahoo.co.uk. If I, if I get an email with a, fa- please, with a listener telling me to do it, please feel free to ring any abuse lines <laughs> <laughs> and, and report anything you, you, you find. Uh, what, what's your reason to email us? <laughs> that Henry Woodsford might be in danger. <laughs> yeah. For the first time ever, we're still waiting on that email. But if I get an email saying, Jack, please do it, I'll do it. What, kill Henry? No. <laughs> no, I don't need an email for that. <laughs> no, I mean, come get me out of here, come on. Wrap it up, lads. Wrap it up, right? Yep. Um, follow us on Twitter at filmnights underscore. Um, follow us individually if you like. I'm at Richie Withers. Joe is at Jay McClafferty. Henry is at Henry Woodsford, and Jack is at the Jack Clark. Other than that, unless anybody has anything else they want to say, Jack, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no, don't worry about it. Because <laughs> him he's ready to rage. Oh god. Oh, right, it's goodbye from me. Goodbye from me. It's goodbye from me. And it's goodbye from me. Ah! <laughs> Get off me! <laughs> <laughs>